Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jen. Hey, Rick. Hey, how are y'all? You guys, Rick is back. Rick is back. He's back with us. Um, Hopefully we can get more than like 10 minutes of recording this time. <laughs> so, I hope so. Thanks to Liz. Um, you guys, we have a new president. That yeah. is a fact. And that is important to state like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Also, my boy Bernie put on some mittens and he broke the internet. He sat in a chair and he sat in a chair and warmed mittens. The world could not help themselves. They no. lost. It was so it. funny. They couldn't handle it. All the good memes that came out yes. of that. Oh, but wow. didn't he um, like sell a T-shirt or something mm -hmm. like that? Mm -hmm. and okay, make some money. Here's how good Bernie is, right? So he he made a T-shirt with him like this on it, and he's it sold out in like an hour, and all the proceeds go to Meals on Wheels in Vermont. And it was so popular that now they have they have a sticker, which also all the proceeds go, and they have a T-shirt. Mm. And so, yeah. Wait, what is Wheels on Deal? What does that mean? What do they meals, do? Meals on Wheels, the people that yeah. deliver the food to the old people and the sick people. Ah, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Did you buy a shirt? No, I was too late. Oh, sold out. I but, think they sold out like really, really, yeah. really, really. I'm sure quick. you can find a bootleg. Oh, I have a bootleg. Don't worry. Oh, see. There's uh, <laughs> always a boot. There's always a bootleg. No, I got one from, there's a, a t-shirt company in Iowa next door to me that um, is called Raygun, and they have some cool shirts. They're not as cool as Wasteland Society by any stretch of the imagination, who's our official t-shirt supplier, mm. right? Um, in our eyes. <laughs> in our eyes, right? So um, not as cool as them, but they did, they did have a Britney shirt, so. Okay. Yep. It's nice waking up and not hearing about what the president went on a Twitter rant about or whatever. And normal what? that fool was like canceled, right? Like he doesn't have any accounts anymore, anyways, right? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not uh, since he, not since he had an insurrection in his name, um, which kind of ties into what Rick is going to teach you about today. <laughs> so what is this word? I don't even know how to say it. Q anon. It's Q you and anon. then anon. Yes. Because it's like Q the bread and non? anonymous, right? Q anon. Anonymous. Yeah. Q anon. Is that a person? Uh yes. Is it the one with like the V for Vendetta mask? No, that would be anonymous that you know from the 4chan message board that would like hack or do like uh what are they called ddos attacks on people's um you know websites or whatever but yeah that would be um v for vendetta so there's these chan message boards like 4chan whoa, 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 whoa. 8. i don't okay. know what that is <laughs> you've never heard of 4chan no like a fortune yes not a 4chan <laughs> Is that, you gotta start at like the I'm assuming it's not his accent, right? It's not his accent. It's really 4chan. No, no. <laughs> it's 4chan, yes. You so you have not been corrupted by the internet. I mean, I have, but just not in like I know the that conspiracies. Does it have to do with conspiracies? No. Well, no. It's just no. like regular shit that your girl has no idea about. So 4chan is these uh, message boards that are completely anonymous. Ba basically and um where can i find you just type in the number four and then chan.com 
and they have boards for it's like reddit it's like reddit but this okay. is around way before reddit and um they have message boards for anything and everything you know and illegal okay. stuff too but that's where the anonymous came from like the v for those guys that you see in the guy foe guy yeah. foe mask and um then there's another message board called 8chan and i guess around 2016 2017 right before trump took office and right before right after he took office somebody made some like um wild like very cryptic post and uh, all they did was put as their name is q so they were saying that um he was whatever the original post was i don't remember but so basically q claims to be kind of like military intelligence somebody very high in the government and they know inside information so they're like leaking stuff or making these like very cryptic posts about stuff and um about how Donald Trump is basically the great savior of America or you know democracy in the world and um then okay so you you remember whenever they were like uh we're going to arrest Hillary Clinton uh uh-huh, cuz the emails emails yes so okay. then they were saying whenever trump would come into office he was going to have all these uh people arrested like he was going to um all these uh man oh, the word escapes me so is it basically just like they're like foretelling shit or what yes but they're really not foretelling anything it's just these vague cryptic messages but okay so it starts off like this, okay? <laughs> he's struggling off- guys <laughs> hey. I have, a question. I have a question. Were okay. these the, this is the same people who did the pizza thing, right? Pizzagate was another conspiracy. Theory. Another shit. I thought that was all tied in. Okay, that's not well, Q. They. Q so, okay, did a, okay, hold on, hold on, pause, pause, time out. Okay. So Q is a person on this anonymous website. His name is Jim Watkins. It came out. Oh shit! There's a real person. He's like, an I mean, American. Yes. Okay. He's an American. He's an American that moved to the Philippines and would web host. Like, I think he was a goat. He was some. He had some type of farmer, but he would also web host. Oh, God, I don't want to say this and be wrong, but I'm almost. We do it all the time. We're always wrong. <laughs> but I'm almost certain he would also web host like Japanese porn websites. Okay. Oh, interesting. And then he he took over 8chan as the owner. And then 8chan, kind of like how uh, Amazon took Parler's ability to be a website away. They did that to 8chan. Somebody did. I don't know who. And then he kept having problems getting, you know, servers to host them. And eventually some Russian server hosted him and he had to change the name to eight coon and coon means something maybe in the, I think it's a Filipino name type of thing, 
But now he lives back in America because I think he was kicked out of the Philippines. Because of this? Not maybe in, you know. How do you get kicked out of a whole ass country? Oh, it happens a lot. <laughs> it I happens all the time. Um, it's called deportation. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but like, I thought like he did something and like it had to do with this. But anyways. So then who started the picture guy? Sorry. I'm not sure who started Pizzagate. It's just uh, another conspiracy theory. But what QAnon did, it was able to blend all these worlds together. And because, like, you always had conspiracy theories. This is nothing new. Right. You got, like, your, you know, you got your cool conspiracies, like, we didn't land on the moon or, you know, whatever. And then you got, you know, like militiamen that, you know, they have their conspiracies. And then um, you got your Alex Jones type of conspiracy theories. And then okay. you have your left-leaning conspiracy sure. theories too. But Okay, so explain to Jackie who Alex Jones is. Oh God, Alex Jones is one of the worst people ever. He, um, Why do we hate him? Because he's- You don't have to hate him, but you just, he's a grifter. Um, a what? A grifter, somebody that, um, here, I'll give you the technical definition of grifter. Okay, he, so while you're doing that, I have a question for you. I'm listening. Flat earthers, right? Yes. That's a conspiracy, correct? Yes. Now, one of your um, favorite bands in the world, or the favorite band of yours, the guitarist, he is a flat earther. What? He's, what do you think I mean, about that? <laughs> We're talking about the think, Deftones. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I think no, he's really he, good at the guitar. <laughs> well, it came out that he was, um, he doesn't believe that the earth is round. He's a flat earther and some other he's bullshit, anti -vax, right? Anti-vax. Oh, uh, he's an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Did that break your heart? Or how do you feel about that? I mean, I've known about the flat earth stuff for a while. Because I've never talked to him about it, but other friends of mine have talked to him about this flat earth stuff. Uh -huh. And I don't know, like sometimes you'll see pictures of, of you know him in, at concerts and you can see some flat earth stuff. I even think Deftones kind of made like a flat earth type of t-shirt one time. Uh, what the fuck? But yeah, but he went on a podcast. He went on the, um, the Tinfoil Hat podcast. <laughs> and okay. Tinfoil Hat, Tinfoil Hat Podcast is a comedian named uh, Sam Tripoli. Okay, I know who he's, he is. Yeah, he's a flat earther. Cutie. He is? Oh, yes. I didn't know that. Big time. And oh. um, then his, I don't know if this guy is still his co-host, but his co-host is a guy named Eddie Bravo, which is huge in a community I love, jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm, Eddie mm -hmm. Bravo is, he's a god in the jiu-jitsu community, but he's also a huge conspiracy theorist. Oh. And uh, so, yeah. So he went on a podcast with Sam Tripoli and um, that's where he talked about all of that. So I don't understand, like I get conspiracy theories and I, and I get that, but like, and I can get not believing in science. Like if you don't want to believe in science, okay, but the earth, is definitely not flat. Like we have never fallen off of it. Yeah. We 
have gone to the ends of it and it doesn't end. And that is what proof if you've been in an airplane and I know Deftones guys been in an airplane, how can you not? They have ways of explaining it that make no sense. There's a good like a documentary on Netflix mm -hmm. about flat earthers and they, 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 they buy this expensive a piece of equipment. I think it was like $20,000. It was tens of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And the experiment fails on them. Mm -hmm. And they can't come to grips with it. Like there's an excuse on oh, why it failed. Failed. Yes. And it's like, it failed. It didn't fail. Mm -hmm. Your dumb theory failed. Failed, right? But that's like all these people who are still like yay Trump after he called them disgusting and poor looking and 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 now they don't know what to do because because q lied yeah these people like these people get married to these conspiracy theories and they lose their friends and family yeah and it, it the, then the people in their community end up becoming their friends and family mm -hmm. see i'm always torn like if you should ridicule these people or right. if you should just because you can talk and like a flat earther, you you could tell them, you know, this is why the earth is, we know it's not flat and they, they still don't believe it because they have to be married to it because their friends and family mm. have shunned them because they can't stand hearing it anymore. It's sad because I've seen people not become flat earthers, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Man, I've cut people off that, you know, turn into these crazy conspiracy theories. It's like, dude, I don't want to be around you. You're not okay, productive so, in my life. So I, we didn't even introduce him, did we? Oh, no, I yeah, guess you did. <laughs> did we? No, I, you mean, did. I said, I said hi, Rick. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so today on the podcast, we have Rick, which we did an episode with uh, many moons ago. Mm -hmm. And we completely failed and like erased all the audio. I'm not going to say it was JSR's fault, but she handles that shit just to be clear. <laughs> and then we got maybe like 20 minutes of the mm -hmm. actual, I don't even know how long it was. I think it was like two hours. It was or a something. long, long, long. It was a we long, a long time. and it was, it was very interesting and you guys would have loved it, but you know, we failed you, whatever. Um, so we finally got them back on because we finally okay. understand whoever how- Whoever chose- the photo Go for ahead. the episode whoever chose the photo for the episode that, that was me. post mm -hmm. i love that photo i took that oh. I, I took that photo in 2019 mm -hmm. san diego i meant um yeah i love that's one of my favorite photos i love that photo yeah, you didn't know that but i know but see that's the bernie meme of your photo um okay <laughs> and so so when we were deciding that we were going to have rick on we were like, what should we talk about? And of course, conspiracy theories came up. And then I was like, or somebody was like, QAnon. And Jackie was like, what, what is that? And so I felt like Rick could just clear it up. And, 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 and then Not we could know, and then we can understand <laughs> what just happened. Because... I still don't know what just happened. But okay. that's okay. Now, he is a uh, are you like a member of the Deftones family or whatever? Is that a thing? I don't know. I just know that. I think it's like a Facebook also. page. I used to be part of it, but I, I, I got out of it and then um, I left the group or whatever. But I mean, it's just a group. So I don't know. 
okay, okay. So the way that we all know each other is obviously you guys already know me and JSR. And then mm-hmm. Rick and I uh, love the Deftones. And somehow through the Deftones fans community, just whatever nonsense, uh, we connected. Mm-hmm. Started to follow each other on Instagram because he is a good photographer and I like the way that he looks at the world. And yeah. so then he started following the podcast. I don't know. Cause he's bored. Uh, <laughs> and um, better to do. then um, I like the podcast. He, he, uh, I don't know. It, just through all of that, we came to be friends and then we had him on an episode and then we failed him. So now we're trying to, um, you know, fail him, unfail him. <laughs> no, no, so, no failing. There is no failing. Rick again, everyone. <laughs> And but, um, he loves conspiracy theories. What is your favorite one? At the moment, it's all the, for, for the past couple, few, several, it's been the QAnon stuff. Because like, I've always posted about them like in my Instagram stories, like I always do. And, um, but a lot of people would always ask me what that is. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you have, and like plenty of other people have, I mean, I've been fascinated with them for a lot of years now. And, um, but, cause it's just crazy. I meant like, like I just like the basic details I just gave you at the beginning, but then it splinters off into these different worlds of Q because like some QAnon people believe JFK Jr. was going to come back and be Donald Trump's vice president. Like from the dead. From the dead, from his airplane crash, dead. So, Jackie, that's how crazy these people are. Like, they're. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. You're going to tell me real life human beings in this world believed that an actual president who was dead, RIP. No, no, his son, his son, uh, Junior. His son, JFK Junior. Okay, but still a person who was dead. Dead like been dead, yeah. confirmed yeah. dead, is going to rise from the dead like Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. And become our or our ex-president, Donald Trump's vice president. Right. But he never really died because... Oh, of course he did. He was, he was Michelle Obama's secret, one of her secret service agents. And these people show pictures and they're like, this is, it was all part of the plan. So oh, whenever of you... Course. <laughs> It's, oh, that's the, I just didn't see it. Yeah, whenever I'm you hear, stupid. <laughs> like whenever you hear like stuff in politics, like the Great Awakening, especially coming like from the right side of the political spectrum, it's usually like a QAnon thing. So then, besides all the death and people losing their jobs from the coronavirus. The next worst thing to that was conspiracy theories, because whenever people were, the people that couldn't go to work, you know, were forced to stay home, they, they, they got more embedded into their algorithm on social media or whatever. And then these conspiracy theories blew up, especially Q. And Q was very good at reining them in. So, um, I would see conspiracy theories about like how Corona or COVID, I'm not, I don't know 
COVID is the virus and Corona is the disease. Am I correct? Correct. Okay. So COVID was, it's because of 5G. So then you would see. The 5G network. Yes. Yes. That's what's making us sick. And this is, this happened a lot in England. So QAnon has spread to other countries like England, Germany, uh, Australia. It has spread. Like, why do people believe him? What makes him so like believable? Because uh, people want to believe something and they want something, tell me Rick, if you agree with this, they want something to prove that they're not wrong, right? Like, yes, it's like, there's a good, there's a good quote that say, um, a conspiracy theory doesn't want to believe that um, the earth is basically anarchy. They, they have to believe that somebody's controlling everything. When, dude, if you, we haven't learned anything in 2020, that our, I'm just speaking of American society, is held on by the thinnest thread known to life. Because the shit can go crazy, as we saw during the George Floyd protests, Capitol riot protests. I mean, society's holding on by a thread. It's the tiniest of threads, and you know, and especially with all these people staying home, they needed something to believe in. They needed something to blame, and they wanted to blame five G. That's insane. Okay, so QAnon how did, how did you get into conspiracy theories? Like, what is your fascination and like obsession with them? It's something I've always been into since I was in um, high school. But, you know, the conspiracy theories back then, I graduated in 98, you know, there's nothing like this. It was like, we didn't land on the moon. It was like Illuminati. It was like, you know, you know, it wasn't anything like this. And then as the internet kept going, you know, like um, back in 2009, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been into jujitsu, you know, fighting, so, and uh, comedy. So I joined the Joe Rogan message board back in 2009. And, you know, that Joe Rogan message board was wild, man. And you can see all the conspiracy theories on there. And And then you just went deeper. Yeah, you just, like, like, I never believed them, but. um, Is there a conspiracy theory you do believe? No. So no, nothing, nothing that you've heard. You're just like, oh, maybe. I don't believe in anything that's outlandish. Now, there are stuff like the Gulf of Tonkin that got us into Vietnam. That was a conspiracy theory, but that's believable. I mean, you know, the Gulf of Tonkin was, um, you know, it was a lie saying that the Vietnamese sunk a ship. And that's how we got into the war. But like, I don't. Isn't that, isn't that like when George Bush said that, you know, they had weapons of mass destruction and then we're still in a war in the Middle East because of that? Yeah. Or is that just know, gaslighting? I'm, I'm not best with the term gaslighting. Mm, okay. I hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always forget. Like, I don't know how to properly use that term. So I never. Okay. So it. that's like if I tell you, if, if you tell me, JSR, do you remember the other day when you told me? that you thought Mickey Mouse was a real person, right? And I'm like, I never said that, but then you make me believe it, that's gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Or you try yeah. to make me believe it, right? So, so I don't know. Well, 
or would that be saying there's weapons of mass destruction? I don't know if that would be conspiracy mm-hmm. theory, but mm-hmm. it would be just a lie. Okay. You know, but so wild. What is the most outlandish conspiracy theory you've experienced? The Q stuff is crazy. The, the, Anything specific? The, like, all I'm of it, because it just, just grows. It grows and it has like, it's like an octopus. It just has all these different symptoms. So like 5G is what started coronavirus. So do you remember early on in the pandemic whenever former President Trump sent the medical Navy ships to one to the West Coast, like maybe Los Angeles, and then he sent the other one to uh, New York City in case they needed extra beds or whatever. So he sent those, uh, Mercy, and I forget what the other one's called, but uh, Trump, he sent those ships to LA and New York City. Well, Q started, the QAnon started another conspiracy theory that um, inside of uh, Central Park, there was these mole children <laughs> and the mole children <laughs> The mole children are children that live underground for the rich people and the elite to rape and to um, drink their blood, what called adrenochrome, because that's what people like Hillary Clinton and other rich and elite people do. They drink. Drink baby blood. Sent those ships there to save the mole children. It was undercover. Ah. And Jackie. (laughs) Lots and lots of people believe this. This is why. This is why. Where do these children come from? Like, who puts children? Like, that's why there's all this sex trafficking. That's why, you know, how like it used to be like somebody would get Amber alerted or whatever, and it would be like, holy shit, there's a sex trafficking ring. And those are real, right? And that's bad. There are people who round up kids for sex trafficking, but now it's everybody gets round up for sex trafficking, like every single thing leads to sex trafficking like and so those children were abducted to be moles to live underground in central park to be raped and have their blood drunk okay speaking of of, of sex uh trafficking uh supposedly the rapper ti and his other little uh wife tiny Mm -hmm. were just busted for having a traff a sex trafficking oh my god like allegedly, we don't. There's no confirmations, but there, there's this woman who's like trying to come out with like a one of those arc surviving okay, arc alley things for like them, and, and she was saying that um, Tiny was the actual like ringleader of everything. Mm-hmm. Is that wild? That's that is wild. I, I want to see if it's true. He made some statement on his Instagram. It no, was like long, but, but so yeah, I didn't watch so, it. Speaking of sex trafficking. Mm. But do you remember all those Save the Children marches that were taking place this summer? Okay. Do you remember seeing like all those people marching in cities, save our children, save our children? I don't remember that. Was that you don't thing? remember that? that was those were all cute. Those were all cute protests. But see, they're so good at taking, like you had legitimate, like, um, like um I don't, not charities but like organizations that help save children like no this is not real you know y'all are only hurting hurting our cause and what we're able to do because um 
because they would just get flooded with nonsense phone calls and they couldn't handle it. I mean, most of these places are, you know, nonprofit and they have very little workforce and what workforce they have, they were just flooded and couldn't do any work. Do you remember the news story that was really big about 33 children being saved in like a, like an RV or something in Georgia? Do you remember that news story? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. It was over the summer. Wait. I re- I remember what, all of this. Stuff. Not, what, why, what's wrong with me? How come I don't hear because, these Because you're not in this world and pay attention yeah, to that's it. that's the truth. And, 33 um, children in one RV doing what? And, and they were saved by like um, the police forces. And the QAnons took the story and said, see, look, this is the, the truth. But then it came out that it was like 33 children spaced out over like a two week or a month long period all over different cities. There was not like one RV that held all these children. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's crazy. So it's like a cult, Jackie, because what they do is like, you can be a perfectly reasonable person and Uh think that sex trafficking is wrong. But if you're stuck in your house because of coronavirus and, and, and you have absolutely nothing else to do and you're a little gullible, somebody tells you that 32 children have been saved from a sex trafficking ring, you're going to be like, I support that. I'm into that. And then that leads you down a cute rabbit hole to the point where this is the part that I really want to talk about. We have elected officials in the government who are ginormous Q supporters. Mm-hmm. For real? For real. Mm-hmm. Like For real. federal senators and, mm-hmm. and Congress people. How can you... But we know this is a real, like, we know who this is now, right? Supposedly? Sure. Yeah, but it's it's beyond him. At it's this beyond point. him, right? It's yeah. like it's like how we had the Capitol. To me. It's like how it's we had what? It doesn't translate. Like, how can that, like, there's this thing that's saying all of these other things, and then you find out that this thing is this person, and, like. Because you're a normal thinking individual. Oh, I see. I see. I'm not crazy. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. I get it. It's see, like, my, my logical brain did not compute, but. How, how dare you have a logical know, brain? Right? It's like people who go to a mega church, okay, and they're like, oh, my God, I need to give all my money to this church. And nothing good ever comes out of it, except for they've given all their money away, but they're still like, I love this church. It's kind mm-hmm. of like that, but now it's you. Because, okay, when I was a kid, here are the conspiracy theories. Like Bermuda Triangle, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't land on the moon, UFOs and, and whatever. But like none of that affected the way people live, Okay. right? But, but- now it is affecting it because People in power that believe this that stuff believe are like. Do you believe in, in aliens, Rick? I, I don't. I don't believe in them. I think it's very likely. How do you not believe? I mean, I. I guess the way you're using the word, I do. The way you're using the word, yes. He's like, okay, shut up, Jacqueline. They're real. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. Being, no, I think it's very. I don't see how you've got. An, ever expanding universe because it's expanding we can see the universe expanding and we're the only lucky enough planet to have earth you know some type of living beings like us not way dude there's a there's a million jackies out there in the universe (laughs) there's a million there's a bunch (laughs) like there is there is like credible theories 
there is somebody exactly like you on the other side of the universe that has okay, lived so, your existence. So does that mean that you believe in parallel universes? Oh, I think it's likely. I mean, if there's wormholes in these, nobody knows where a black hole takes you. I mean, I don't think it's crazy to believe that because you don't know where it goes. Okay, so does does believing in things like that make me crazy? Like, does that make me like a conspiracy theorist in terms of like aliens and shit like that? No, No, that's just one thing that you believe. You're not, you're not insane. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not. Again, I'm going to take it back to these capital people. You are not a person who went to the Capitol, right? And stormed the government building, right? And then cried because somebody maced you and then said later, well, it was all Antifa actors, even though you were already there, right? You're not insane. You just think that there's other life in the universe, which is perfectly plausible, right? Yeah, it's not unreasonable to think that. It's not at all. Okay, so, so, okay, so I'm understanding now that conspiracy theories have no legit reasoning to anything. That's just what they believe and you can't make them think otherwise, even with facts. No. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. that's what it is. And your facts yeah, are just crazy nonsense. Okay, okay, and- okay. <sighs> so, I heard one conspiracy theory, like from some QAnon. I used to follow a bunch of QAnon people on social media. Then after the election, I stopped following them all, basically. So like Trump. Okay. So the former president, Obama, Mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton, Mm -hmm. Bill Gates, George Soros, got with the Chinese government to invent COVID Ah. to take out Trump. But then Trump found out about it and then he used the military and then he used some army from the Catholic Church. Catholic Church? (laughs) You got me. You got me. Wow. And then he used it against them and then he Uh was going to have all these people arrested. And it and of course, it, these people posted all this stuff as if it was going to happen. And when it doesn't happen, there's a reason. And then the conspiracy theory just grows. It's never ending. It's a fucking virus. Okay. Okay. You can't kill. So, so there are people who were like, up until Joe Biden swore on his family's Bible, right, that he's the president, right? And like we inaugurated him and Bernie had his mittens on. Until that moment, there were people saying that this is all part of Trump's plan, right? And that Trump is going to come back, right? And so I want to know, I want to talk to somebody who believed all this shit and now their world is crushed. Like, I want to know. Listen to this podcast. I mean, (laughs) please come on and explain. If your world is crushed because none of your Trump dreams came true, let's talk. There's a good page. There's some good pages on Twitter to follow called Mm -hmm. Parlor Takes, Mm -hmm. like the social media app Parlor Parlor Mm -hmm. Takes. There's a there's a podcast I listen to called QAnon Anonymous. They Mm -hmm. cover QAnon Mm -hmm. in a really good way, and uh, they post a lot of stuff. And um, but yeah, but uh, so there are some people 
that believe Trump is still going to be sworn in March 6th, I think is the date, because America ceased being a country like in 1876 or something like that. And it became a corporation in London. And like we've only had 18 legit presidents and March 6th, Trump becomes the 19th real president. It's crazy. So it never ends. It never ends. That sounds I mean, that sounds insane. And there's I like that, crazy shit, but that's that's even for me. Yeah. And that's a lot. It's, I'd say. it's wild. It's wild. So yeah, I mean, and, just, and it's and it's fucking scary, Jackie. Like I'm laughing, but like people who believe this, right, would would rather see you dead, me dead, Ezra dead. They would rather see do you know what I mean? Like this is how things like the Holocaust happen right now. I sound like a a crazy person, but it's not right. Because like, (laughs) because Hitler did the same thing, right? Like he was like, these are Jews. They're horrible. Look, they're like little rats. And then it was okay to take people and put them on a train and gas them. Like Jews were the reason the German economy failed. That's what he said. I mean, I mean, Jews have been one of the major, you know, characters in all almost all conspiracy theories yeah yeah so no, where it's, they're it's, the reason the evil in the world exists and beca- because a lot of conspiracy theories land in the religious right world mm-hmm. in the religious right world and to these extreme religious right-wing people, Jews are very bad. We're, we're horrible. We're the worst. They only care about Israel because they want the great war between Israel so that their savior will come back. They don't care about the Israeli people. They just care about the great war that is supposed to take place. So that our savior will come back. And then what yes. many of them think is that our savior is Jesus. And when Jesus comes, all the Jews are going to be like, oh yeah, it is that guy. Woo. And then that brings about the whole thing. So there are people in all governments, but like there are very staunch Republicans who love Israel and say Israel is great just because they want Jesus to come back. Like it's all part of the same the same thing. It's crazy. It like I mean, like this is just like the foundation of these arguments, and you have to like read them and the research. Like, yeah. there's a good Vice video about why American, like American Christians, care so much about Israel because then they go there and follow a, a group of these people and. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows what they really want. They want the great war to happen there. And it's it, it's the extreme right wing, mm-hmm. the religious right wing of our political system. There are people who are so right wing and so wanting that war with Israel that they love Jesus, but they call themselves Jews, okay? And they're Messianic Jews and they go to their Jesus church, but they do all of this Jewish stuff, right? at the same time to help bring about this Armageddon that will then bring Jesus back. It's crazy. This is a lot, you guys. Mm-hmm. I know. It, I don't know how you guys live your lives. No, <laughs> dude, I love it. I love it. So you guys, I, I just want stuff. you to know that um, 
my brain is being taken over by the 5G because I got my Corona vaccine and oh, I am just a puppet of the 5G. Did you get any side effects? No, my arm hurts a little bit. But that's it? But that's it. But that's guess, the- guess where I had to go to get the vaccine? Where? A giant church. Really? A big ass fucking mega church. Yes. Where all the pictures of Jesus was Jesus as a white man. They Okay, this church... I think it's probably like a lot of mega churches, but like they really like they infiltrate the lives of these people that go to this church. There's a gym there. There's the the worship place. They have like a whole school. They have the thing and they have podcasts. They have like six podcasts at this church. Right now they're doing a thing called financially free. And there's all these posters all over the place of like how if you come join our church or whatever, you're not going to be in debt anymore because we're Jesus can teach you how to not be in debt. And I was just like, and this is where I'm getting my vaccine. I get it. Like, it's a really big place with a huge parking lot and they can like do it and whatever. But I was just like, oh. Did you get the Moderna one or mm-hmm. the Pfizer? Pfizer? Pfizer. I've known several people that have gotten it. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing that's happened is like uh, hangover headaches for a couple yeah. of days. Like literally just my arm. Yes, you're up all night. One of my um, one of my ex coworkers. Is there an echo in my kitchen? A little bit. How big my kitchen is. There's a fucking echo in here. Uh, I just want to show how bougie I am now. Let me go back to my room. Uh, um, anyways, uh, my ex coworker had uh, the vaccine and she got like paralysis on the right side of her face and like chills and fever and all kinds of bullshit. Did it go away? Not yet. Oh. Had she like, had she I had any plastic surgery? Better. Huh? Has she had any plastic surgery or like? No. Um, because that's saying like with some people that have had like plastic surgery or something like that 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 could be a side effect. Hmm. Mm. No, no. Or Botox, I think maybe too, something like that. Hmm. But apparently, she's getting better. But like that's yeah. I think she got the policy. I think she had what I tried to sign up to be part of the trials, but I guess I was too late mm. because they didn't call me back. <laughs> I I mean, I don't feel like any like more protected. Like you're not even like 95% protected until you get the second vaccine anyway. But like, I, I'm worried that a lot of people are going to be like, I'm vaccinated now. I don't have to wear a mask. And like, that's not the point, right? Like the point yeah. is to still do all the things that help stop spread the disease it's just less like thinking by summer i'm hoping by summer we'll be back to somewhat like i don't know i want to go to a concert i want to go to san diego Diego. (laughs) march well officially this month is no because i came back on february 3rd no because that was that was last last i don't even remember anymore no that was yeah, officially this month is the la- a year since I've traveled. Yep. Me. Yeah, I know. I know, and you're in the world. 
I, yeah, the bitch needs to be worldly. And she's been confined for a whole year now because exactly around this time is when I was coming back from South Africa. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's yesterday when I got my vaccine was the most people that I've ever been around in years and I like still have gone to work every day during this thing and everything but I was just like I don't know I can't imagine what the world is going to be like with regular stuff again it's going to be great I'm going to go to a concert and tell everybody to spit in my mouth (laughs) wow kinky (laughs) okay you do you did you see they had a 20,000 festival person uh music festival in New Zealand They Last did. Week. They did. Yeah. But oh. New Zealand has no cases. Because they have nothing. They have yeah, nothing. but it's very easy for them too because they're an island. And yeah. They can, you know, it's not like they're a country like America or, you know, any other basic country. You know, island countries had it easier. True. I believe. But like, and they also have like a, a like a ban on people coming in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like there's a guy that just fought in the UFC last weekend. He's from New Zealand. So whenever you go fight for the UFC now, you have to quarantine like a week out or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. They got some protocol, but he fought in Abu Dhabi. Mm. They've been doing fight. It's they call it Fight Island, and it's for like more of the international fighters. Mm-hmm. But he has to quarantine in Abu Dhabi until like mid-February. And then when he goes back to New Zealand, he has to quarantine for another two weeks before they let him, you know, back. So, it, and he lost the fight too. So I feel oh, really bad for him. He's just got to sit there and stew about it. Yeah. The last time I went to a show, I think was exactly March 6th. So it's coming up. Mm-hmm. In that, like, what show? I went, I think it was American Nightmare. It was a small show, which are my favorite. My favorite are small hardcore shows because I'm always going to be a hardcore kid at heart. But like, oh, I miss it. Just like three days ago, Brandon decided to bring out his acoustic guitar and he was like strumming, you know, right here in bed with me. And then like tears started pouring out of my eyes. I'm like, I miss music so much. I know. Uh, it I really. Just, I didn't like. It just hit me. I was because I'm like pretty good about just kind of like being disconnected from things. The Aquarius in me, supposedly. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then when it was like right in my face, I was just like, I miss music so much. Mm. It was. It was just like, poof, like a punch in the face, and I was like, man, uh, this fucking sucks. I know you don't go to him. Who me? Yeah. <sighs> I went to Dia de los Deftones last year, or not even, no, 2019. That was October-ish? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, uh, I guess in 2019, in December, me and my daughter went to Ariana Grande. So my last mm-hmm. concert was Ariana Grande. So you have already been the whole year. Yeah. Yeah, it's already been a year. Yeah, that's insane. I did not know that. Basically, me and your daughter have like the same birthday. Mine is the twenty fourth, and I think yes. hers is the twenty fifth, right? Mm-hmm. Of the, this month. Yep. We just had our birthday party, or we had our birthday on Monday. She turned yeah. sixteen, and then last weekend, like a week ago, we had her birthday party where we rented a movie theater. Oh, nice! Like, 
me, my mom, my sister, brother-in-law, uh, my two nieces and nephew. And we watched um, Legally Blonde because my daughter oh. loves Legally Blonde. <laughs> and we watched that. That is so cute. How much does it cost to rent out a whole theater? I think around here it was like, not even that expensive, like a hundred dollars like, or something. Yeah, it's like $99. Nice. Yeah. And um, it's, I mean, like, I didn't, like, I pay, I gave my sister the money for it because yeah. she's been doing it. So she did it twice. Mm. And um, do you get like, to pick get, your movie or is it just like uh, from a section? Like no, a section? my sister said there's a list of movies. Oh, okay. So and they had Legally Blonde. So obviously, I think this list is a good mix. Mm. Okay. So. But no, it's fun, man. Like we saw Jumanji like a couple of months ago and I had never seen the original Jumanji. What? I haven't seen a lot of movies like, um, like, I don't know if you remember, maybe a year or two ago on my story, I would post a Disney movie almost. Yes, every, I remember every that. day I haven't seen and I was mm. getting like, people are like, dude, for real? <laughs> you never seen this one of my friends was like, what kind of rock were you raised under that you haven't seen? <laughs> but I was just never really into like cartoon movies, I mm. guess you could say. Yeah, but Jumanji is just a good movie. It was like groundbreaking technology. It was good. I, I really liked it when I watched it. At the time. But... Yeah, it was cool. No, no, we didn't watch the original one. We watched the second one with The Rock. And, mm. uh, oh, and I, you know but what? But that one was good. I enjoyed, I took my dad to go watch it and I was like pleasantly surprised. It's nothing like, like we're not going to get it twisted. It's not Jumanji with Robert Williams yeah. in that aspect at all, but it's like its own movie. And I, I thought it was funny. It was like, it was good. It was entertaining. It. My dad enjoyed it. We, I went to even take him to go see the second one too, or the third mm. one, I guess it was at that point. It was, it's good. I Jackie. It. Yeah. I'm sorry that I didn't wish you a happy birthday. Yeah, I real bad friend. Right now. No, I really am. I'm going to tell you, none of my actual real friends mm -hmm. wished me happy birthday. So it's okay. Okay. Like social media people were like, oh, happy birthday, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, but like, yeah, like the next day is like, Julie's like, I didn't need, did I not call you on your birthday? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, um, yeah, I suck. I think Rick even wished me a happy birthday. <laughs> Well, you I, know who your real friends are, I guess. Yeah, usually I on social media, when I see it, somebody's birthday or like their kid's birthday or who always hit that like celebration hat reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I always hit like the cel hat celebration thing. So it's like a party. Yeah. And then, it was oh. weird to have a quarantine birthday. I never had, had like, I'm not here in this country usually. Right, right. My birthday because it's fucking winter here and it's like cold and rainy. <laughs> and for, like the past, I don't know, like four or five years, I've oh, just gone out of the country snow. to somewhere tropical and beautiful. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Because like the year before, or like last year, I was in Africa. The year oh. before, I was in New Zealand. And then I was in fucking Costa Rica. I was in Mexico. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the time where I travel because it's right. shit here and it just happens to be winter, my birthday. So I always go out. So it was like weird to just be like home. Mm -hmm. And number two, I felt weird being celebrated in that way because yeah. I'm usually just like me and whoever, like me and Brandon right. or me right. and like whoever I'm traveling with at the time. Right. And it's just like a very like, we're doing this for your birthday, yay. But like, 
my um, my mom and my brothers came over with their ladies mm-hmm. and like they brought me a cake and they like had oh. gifts and shit and I was just like oh this is weird so that was <laughs> what nice. happens when I it was nice no it wasn't not nice would I have rather been in another country and on a tropical beach uh, I love my family but fuck yes I would have rather done that no I, no I understand I understand so it was like weird I was just like oh I get like shy I was like oh thank you you didn't have to you know like I don't know how to react anymore I was right. like oh Cool. Did, um, I don't remember, but did you get pizza? I did. I did. I got pizza. I did. Pizza is always good. That's my thing. Pizza. When I travel, it's the must that I always must have at a different country. It's so your daughter is an Aquarius, just like yours truly. Do you? Yes, I guess. Do you? I remember. I think I asked you, and you're like, you're not really into like astrology or anything like that, correct? No. So you wouldn't know like any like Aquarius traits. No, but if you ask me, I can answer. Okay, is she like weird? (laughs) Like we're (laughs) supposed to be weird and like have our own sense of like fashion and like, like does she like aliens? Like that's a big thing for Aquarius. I tell her she's weird all the time. Really? Is she like um, detached a lot? Like... Or like unemotional or not really like emotionally like she's a 16 year old girl she's all kinds of emotional <laughs> she's all kinds of emotional ask me when she's an adult okay maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it is like ezra's an aquarius too so i'm just applying oh really yeah yeah yeah, 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 what is, yeah. What is this yeah. february 16th beautiful february what? you feel 16. like that's so crazy oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah how old is he going to be? He's going to be 15. My oh. goodness, good for him. And just yes. <laughs> I know. And so he got invited to a quinceanera. And I was like, oh, hooray. What the fuck are they having a quinceanera in a pandemic for? But okay. then again, it's Nebraska. And we're about to have all of our restrictions lifted. Because our governor's an idiot. But whatever. Aside. Do you but, think that um, he has Aquarius traits? Um, you see any similarities between me and your son? How about that? I love is your son detached. He is detached from reality. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, he's definitely in like a, a world that is of his own making. Do you know what I mean? Um, but he is, um, and he's weird, right? But he is absolutely 100% a ball of dramatic emotion at every moment. <laughs> So oh, teenagers. my God. I, but I think it's a teenager thing. To be okay. Honest. I really do. I, I, I really do. Nothing. Yeah. Th- that's why I was like, ask me when she's an adult. Exactly. And then I can answer that detached. Okay. We'll, re- we'll revisit this in like 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. Okay. Deal. photography and I like to come back to this because I like photography I don't think that I would be a good photographer I don't think I have the eye or the niche for it but I like to take pictures of things Mm -hmm. Um, more more so nowadays like 
things with the sky as the background is my newest thing. Like I like to take mm-hmm. pictures of like trees with like the background or like my palm trees and I don't know, whatever. Anyways, Rick, ladies and gentlemen, actually does this and he's good at it. And I remember the last time we talked to you, you said that you do like weddings and shit. I have done one. One wedding, but like you yes. take pic- like, do people hire you for pictures? They have, yes. They have. They okay. Have. How is it really now don't with the get pandemic? It. I don't really try any. I used to try to get photography jobs. Now I just don't care. I mean, I just I've given okay. up on it because there's not too many full time photographers. Most photographers, it's a like a side job or whatever. Because like I, I, you like my photography and I appreciate the compliments, but there's like three billion other great photographers in my area. You know that you know can do what i do and then plus a hundred but uh, i did a photo shoot in maybe november or october and um I, I only shoot outdoors i will shoot in like a natural light studio but okay. I, I like shooting outdoors so the pandemic i really wasn't worried about it it's not like i'm in these people's faces either it's just not my style of shooting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, outdoors, I'm not in their face getting all crazy with it either. So it was fine. And, um, but, you know, it was cool. I mean, obviously, there, I mean, there wasn't too many people out. I mean, I think I saw a couple of other photographers. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're in a pandemic, but like this girl's pictures I took, it was like a milestone birthday. I think she was turning 30 or something. Mm-hmm. you know i don't know i mean these memories still have to be recorded for people i mean mm-hmm. you know my daughter, you know <laughs> why are you so just, perplexed right now because <laughs> what is going on a, it's just I a fine you would have been like yes and i did this and you're just like oh it's just a fine balance fucking pictures. I mean, you know it's just a fine balance in that i mean you know people still need memories of the time in their life right and you know it is what it is i mean but no i took a picture it was fine no big deal what do you like to take pictures of like what is your favorite oh, i mean if i could take besides my daughter i, I love like, the pictures you take of her you're such a good dad well i mean you play one on social media <laughs> I play a good I don't know social media. in real life i'm sure you're just as good but it's like you like really love your daughter like I can feel oh, it through your yeah. through your social media. So okay, I used to take. I've always taken pictures of her, uh-huh. but there was a photographer I loved. His name was Wyatt Newman. And, was um, is he dead? He's dead. Yeah, he died oh, a, 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 few, okay. a few years ago. So whenever he would go on photography jobs, sometimes uh-huh. he would buy a motorcycle and ride it back to New York City. Even if he was like on the West Coast, it was just something he would do. Hmm. And um, he would, uh, he did a photo job at Dogfish Brewery and he's in New York City and Dogfish is somewhere on the East Coast. And on a motorcycle ride, he, his aneurysm, he didn't know he had an aneurysm, but you know, it blew up. But I can still remember the first pictures of his I found. I remember the first pictures of his I saw. And like the way he took pictures of his two kids, you know, little kids, they were little. Like, I was like, 
I was like, now, like, I feel that picture, like that picture of his daughter or that picture of his son. And then, um, then I was like, oh man, not copying it, but being like inspired by him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, then like, I would look at my daughter's face different or whatever we were doing, you know, taking the picture, Mm -hmm. look at it different then. And then, you know, every now and then he would like a picture of mine and it would like make my day. Yeah. So like he did a, but he did a trip somewhere with his family and his son had to go back to school, but his daughter was still, you know, under the school age limit. So they were like, did a road trip back to New York city. So he started taking pictures of his daughter and, you know, little kids, they, they get naked and, you know, yeah. that's little kids. So he would take pictures and post them on his Instagram. And oh, this no. is in the this is in the infancy of Instagram. And people would report his images oh. for child pornography and so on and so on. Well, they took down his page. Well then, you know, he showed Instagram like um like this is my daughter, you know. I'm a photographer, this is what I do. So they gave him back his page. Well, he turned this controversy into a book a photo book or an art show and one of the comments left on one of the pictures was like i feel sorry for your children so the photography book and his gallery at the time was called i feel sorry for your children so whenever he posted whatever picture like that he you know he framed and was in this gallery or that's in this book he would take one of the comments and that's the comment underneath the picture in the book or mm. in the gallery, you know. So That's it's so uh, like the artsy fartsy mind, man. That's great. I love that. I, I don't get it. I'm not that creative. That's but yeah, but like I don't feel like you have to be like on his level to create beautiful art. That's like I wouldn't say like comparative, but like just on a different scale. You know what I'm saying? And you do have a good eye. You took a good picture of a basketball goal. And I told you, I said, I, I said some comment. I don't remember what I said, but I was, I said, perfect. Cool. That's what, that, <laughs> no, I didn't say cool. Did I? Because <laughs> the, the basketball uh, hoop that I would always take a picture was in my old house. And it's literally the park that's right across the street. And the pigeons are always on it. And they're always like, because if you look at the floor, the, the floor is full of shit. There's like hella pigeons. It's one of those places where like um um people come and they leave like bread outside and like food for like the dogs and the cats which pisses Mm -hmm. me off because like my dog likes to eat shit sometimes (laughs) and like they shouldn't be eating that because then I'm gonna have to deal with blowout diarrhea or who else knows like you know what Mm -hmm. I don't know I'm sure these people are doing it not to ruin my day but you know to feed the animals so there's always pigeons around that park and I always like found pigeons fascinating because that's like what I associate to like being home because it's like mm-hmm. I live in in the hood well not anymore mm-hmm. I don't live in the hood anymore you guys after 35 you're years you're bougie you're bougie now you have echo. now let's not get it twisted the bitch is still in the ghetto okay <laughs> just yesterday Brandon witnessed some like homeless guy come into somebody's porch and oh. steal their bike and ride away oh, okay yeah. like I'm not in a nice neighborhood. I'm just not in the hood hood that is considered like, you know, East Side San Jose. Right. I'm a little, mm-hmm. I'm still East, but like the very like 
I guess you would consider me southeast. So mm-hmm. I'm like at the edge of town now. But I'm not in the hood hood now. Like I can walk outside at night. Like I walk my dog at night now. And like, I wouldn't say it's completely like safe because there's like a home. I live near kind of down the street from a bridge. So you always know homeless are going to be there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you see them kind of walking around in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it just hella random. They'll have like a, you know how dogs, they like to carry these big ass sticks and they look silly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When they fetch and it's like a big ass tree in their mouth. Right. Like I have like a homeless guy that does that here. He doesn't look as cute as a dog though. (laughs) Turning around is like big ass stick that's like, what is the purpose of that, sir? I don't know. I mean, I hope he's going to use it for to build some sort of shelter. But I mean, there's there's always something going on Mm -hmm. in my head. It's his protection stick. Yeah. No, he's not gonna be able to swing that, but he's gonna swing himself along with that (laughs) stick. Like it's huge. That stick is going to swing him. But yeah, that's, that's exactly, that's the basketball court. And more recently I've been obsessed with like palm trees. I know that there's always a shot that you probably have noticed of like, there's like five or six palm trees in the Mm -hmm. sky. That's my mom's house. So every time I'm at my mom's house, I take that shot because I I just love it because it reminds, that's like the house that I grew up in. And when I'm home, like it still feels like home, even though it's my mom's house. And I just always just like, that visual makes me feel good inside. But so every time I see just... like palm trees, that's, I like to photograph them because they remind me of like being in my childhood home and my mom and my dad and stuff. You say you don't have a good eye, but you just take pictures of whatever you like. And I do. So then there you go. And then you uh, further your skill in whatever you like. And then eventually you'll like something else and then you'll like something else and then you'll like something else. Like I used to go on this um, hiking trail here where I live and I used to take my camera all the time because I wouldn't run it all the time. I would just like walk it sometimes just to take pictures. Mm -hmm. And there's this tree stump, this ugly fucking tree stump. I would take the same picture every time I did. I've taken the same picture of this tree stump six billion times. But I like this ugly tree stump. It was my ugly tree stump to photograph, and I would. But, like, um, you know, a lot of the pictures you see of my daughter, I yeah. take in the same place outside in the on the front porch. Hmm. And, you know, but, you know, we go out there. I like the way she's dressed for the day, or I like how messy her hair is, or whatever you know i remember you used to tell me she she wasn't a big fan of you taking pictures of her she's not she's still still not Uh, she's giving up our year (laughs) does she pose or she just like just take it there's no posing it's just stand straight (laughs) back straight and look at me or look away or look like whatever but like so taking it back to photography jobs when i do a photography job i i try not to pose people I give them the most basic of instruction and tell them to move. And then I talk to them, hoping to make them laugh or hoping to draw some sort of emotion out of them and just take the picture like that, you know? And like, I used to do some senior pictures and senior pictures are always good when the parents are around because eventually towards the end of the photo session, everybody starts crying. And I love taking pictures of people crying. Not crying because they're sad or whatever, but happy cries. Sentimental. And I like taking these ugly, lovely pictures. Hmm. And, 
you know. But that's one good thing about senior pitchers. At the end of it, almost mm-hmm. everybody, somebody's going to cry. Mm-hmm. The mom, the dad, both, the kid, whoever. You know, I had one photo, one senior photo session where it was the mom and the aunt. And they were both like, just, they knew the photo was, the session was about to end. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh, just in tears. So I make them take pictures with the senior. Uh-huh. And I make them look at each other. Oh. Or wow. I make them, I make the senior look at me and make uh-huh. the mom or whoever look at them. And, you know, they're usually looking up because it's usually a dude or, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, but it's a basic pose, but, you know. I, I um, know. So when I was growing up, senior pictures weren't a thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. all the seniors put their picture in the yearbook that you had to, you know, they airbrushed it or whatever, but like this actual posing, like I'm doing a photo shoot because I'm graduating high school is completely new to me, but I'm so so excited for Ezra (laughs) and it's like years away, but he doesn't let me take any pictures of him ever, right? Like- Is he a freshman or a sophomore? He's a, what are you? You're a freshman, right? Yeah, he's not. He came to me. But so like I'm trying to take these pictures every week on Friday, right? Because that's when he gets his testosterone shot, right? So mm-hmm. I want a whole bunch of pictures of like this journey, right? Yeah. And he won't let me take them. So every week I have to ask him for a selfie. So all I get are, I mean, they look good, but they're just always like the same, like, oh, I'm so emo pose, right? Come on, Ezra, <laughs> let your mom take them. <laughs> but um but yeah, that's why I'm really excited now already for his senior portrait. So if COVID is done and like people can travel, Rick, you can come here to Nebraska and take Nebraska. Ezra's senior pictures. I've never okay. been to Nebraska. I will pay you and we'll, uh, I don't know, I'll buy you. We can figure something out. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was um, senior pictures when I was in high school. There were? There were. Yeah, but I didn't. I was I was a rebel, guys. Come oh, on, I was a fucking punk rocker. I didn't do that. We so used to take no that. pictures of me in like the senior yearbook where I was a senior. Really? Right? And like that's yeah, one thing. Like, like I'm not gonna do that. Like why would I? And I like know. I get that and I respect that, but like if Ezra does that shit to me, I'm gonna be like, how am I gonna remember this? Do you know what I mean? Well, and it's different. This is, it's different because my parents don't know what the fuck a yearbook is. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like they never, they don't know what the fuck a yearbook is. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they were like, you have to go take this picture as a memory. Right. Like, right. no, 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 no. Like, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. And like my yearbook did, did I have a friend come over and did we cut that shit up and like write mean shit about everybody? And did I like throw it away? Cause I don't want to ever like be accidentally you know, accused of a murder and of, of a person in a year. Do you know what I mean? because mm-hmm. I used to be really paranoid, right? So the yearbooks are gone, but um, yeah, yeah. I never I never um, bought the yearbook either because they were expensive. Mm. They were like $100 or some shit. And I was like, I'm in seventh grade and my parents are poor. What the fuck am I going to do with like a yearbook? Yeah. I got my yearbook somewhere. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was young, I I don't know how old I am, but I'm like young. And there was a photographer, like a pro that came to my house for a photo shoot. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember that my mom, and I don't know why I have this vivid memory. My mom took us to the flea market to mm-hmm. get our gear for the mm-hmm. photo shoot, right? Mm-hmm. I got like these pajamas that like have like, like um, sheep on them, I think. Okay. <laughs> and that was like my getup and I'm wearing, I think like a hat. I have this picture because I have my, going back to V for Vendetta, I had my V for Vendetta fucking unibrow. Uh-huh right and (laughs) and I'm like in these like uh sheep pajamas with like this I think it's like a black hat and like I have my hands all crossed and like I'm wearing like blush or something and I'm like I don't like I can't be more than like seven or eight or something we need to see and I remember like the backdrop it was like a a big backdrop that they had brought and I think Mm -hmm. it was like the beach or something (laughs) I'm dying to see this I'm dying um, so I, have when, it, I have it. I have a picture. I'll have to show. Yeah. I'll have to, we'll post it or whatever. Okay. So when my dad was a baby, here's the thing that would happen. And this is in the 20s, okay, in the Midwest. What would happen in 1923 in the Midwest if you were a baby, if you lived in a neighborhood, a guy would come to your house with a horse. Wait, and they would and they would put you on the horse. Sick. And they would take a picture, and that's how you had a picture of your child every year. On a horse. On a horse. A horse is a horse. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a that was a thing. I have a picture of me on a horse, but they painted it as a zebra. (laughs) And I'm wearing a big ass and I'm wearing a big ass sombrero that says Lola on it on the bottom. Uh Uh-huh. My dad has another one and he's like next to me and his says like drunk again under it. Okay. Of course, my dad doesn't know what this says because my dad doesn't know how to write English. And I don't know where we are, but it's a black and white photo. But you can clearly tell, I think it was even a donkey. I don't think it was even a horse. I think it's a donkey and they Mm -hmm. they painted stripes on it like a zebra. I have seen that. Not that photo, but I have seen a donkey painted like a zebra because my one cousin that lives in in Tijuana, but not really Tijuana, right? Like the fancy Tijuana. Do you, know about the fancy, do you know about the fancy Tijuana? But anyway, that's where she lives. And we went to like some sort of art fair and there was a, a donkey dressed like a zebra that you would take pictures of. I don't know. I'm on the, I'm on the donkey zebra. Mm-hmm. But I'll have to find the picture because I have that one too. And that one's in black and white. Cool. Arty. In the olden days, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's funny. I need to do another photo shoot with my daughter. It's been like three years. It's yeah, been a long time. She's, she's 16 now. I know. What, I'll be- like? what is a 16 year old nowadays like? Dude, they, she shows me TikTok videos every day. Mm. TikTok. That's a- she's still like Ariana Grande? <sighs> loves. She loves Ariana Grande more than she loves me. Oh. <laughs> You know what? I don't not like Ariana Grande. Like the bitch can actually sing. Like she can sing. That little girl Mm -hmm. can fucking sing. I would. I can't. I can't deny that. Have you heard her sing JSR? Yeah. I mean, I guess. I just. I mean, it's like not. It's not even on my radar. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know she has a a really tight ponytail, and she used to be engaged to Pete Davidson, and then they broke up, and now she's engaged to somebody else. But that just broke up too. That's what I know. Oh, really? They just broke up. Uh-huh. See, I've I've always had a thing for female pop, mm-hmm. like since oh, since I was 
a little boy. I've always liked female pop, so I can go listen from. So interesting to hear coming from you. I can go from like gangster rap, Deftones, whatever, and then in my playlist, you you'll hear like Christina Aguilera or something like that. Well, talk about a bitch who can sing. That bitch yeah, can belt too. I mean, it's just like I have a thing for female pop, and yeah. I like female pop. I mean, That's okay. I don't know what it is. It's just something I've always enjoyed. Maybe it's so, the Madonna. So you, so do you genuinely enjoy Ariana Grande? Uh, I, it's not like I go to Apple Music and play her music, but I mean, her concerts are always a good show. I mean, it's a, it's a good show. And then like, you could tell she's fucking just like this little bitty girl. It's just like, has these like big lungs that just belt yeah, out. Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I've heard, I've heard, I've seen her. It's crazy. Shows them. Yeah. like, okay, but you could sing. You're not just like, just yeah, it's not like she is not, singing. You know what yeah, I'm saying? She's That's singing. a singer. I don't know. I've always liked female pop. Here lately, every time Susanna Hoffs from the Bengals posts a picture, sometimes I'll share it in my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. It's because Susanna Hoffs was like the first like, crush I ever had from the Bengals, the lead singer from the Bengals. So mm-hmm. and a couple of months ago, me and my daughter started watching uh, Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, I recently, we stopped watching it, like, but my daughter's already watched it. She was making me watch it. And then uh, this week, I started <laughs> watching Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I started watching it again this week. By yourself? And, mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell her I'm watching <laughs> it. Sometimes she'll come in here and watch it with me. But like the episode I just finished before you know, we started the podcast, it was um, they went to New York City to watch the Bengals concert. So I'm watching Susan. So I'm watching Susanna Hoffs on stage, and I'm like, "Oh, take me, take me now." So, here's what I love about Gilmore Girls that is like, I mean, I've I've watched it, but like the music on Gilmore Girls is fucking amazing. Like um, Grantley Phillips, who's from this band Grantley Buffalo, he is always like, he's like the guy that's always playing like on the sidewalk or whatever, um, but. So here's the thing. I don't know who these people are that like are in charge of like the music of Gilmore Girls, but like they're in LA and they're very connected. So there's always like either slightly obscure or like very cool or or whatever things on it. Like the the official soundtrack CD is fantastic. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I never even thought to look at the soundtrack. But yeah, the music's good because I think it's good. But when I do pay attention, I'm I'm like, oh, I like that song or whatever. Mm -hmm. But also... I guess what makes good music for a TV show or a movie is if you mm-hmm. don't notice it and it's just right. part of the right. experience. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's part of it. Yeah. I Can I tell you something over. funny? Yes, please. There is this jujitsu clothing company I follow on Instagram. 
and they posted their Apple Play Music, their playlist last night. Mm -hmm. So I go follow it, and it's like, you know, it's it's not like rock or anything. It's you know, it's a lot of you know. I guess some of it's like DJs, and you know, it's a lot of synths and stuff like this. It's nothing crazy. It's relaxing, and so my ass is asleep. I'm like. Then I wake up because there's an alarm in the song. Oh. And I'm like sleeping and I wake up and I go, what the fuck? I go, what the fuck is that noise? I jump out of bed I go, and I grab my fan because it's in the way of the door and I throw it. Oh my God. And then I start running into the living room because, you know, your boy's ready to fucking choke a motherfucker out. And um, then like we have like the this, like the pod in the house that controls the alarm I still see the blue ring around it and I'm like it's still solid so I'm like hold on and I'm like oh shit that was the song playing <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so stupid and because you know your boy he hopped out of bed was like Ch -ch -ch. I'm gonna go choke this fool out, and, you know. Like and, um, alert. Yeah. yeah, and then like I came to my iPad where I play my music when I go to sleep. Well, on weekends I play music. During the week I play like rain sounds or ocean sounds or whatever. And um, but I was like, shit! I turned that fucking playlist off. I was like, I'm never going to sleep to this playlist again. <laughs> you were like, you were like one of the dogs when the dog is on TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It fucking had me going, dude. It was hard to go back to sleep after that, too, because I had that little adrenaline. shot of adrenaline. Yeah. yeah. But I went back to sleep. I went back to sleep. But How it was long so have fun. you been um, jujitsuing? This is my second round at jujitsu. And it's been. What do you mean, your second round? You, you broke up with it and then you came back? I did break up with jujitsu for a while. So I guess maybe about 10 years ago, I was doing jujitsu. And then as my daughter was getting older in age, and since, uh -huh. you know, she lives with me, it was just getting harder and harder to do. And then, so I stopped doing it for 10 years. And that wasn't like MMA jiu-jitsu because there wasn't like too many real jiu-jitsu schools in my area. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like real jiu-jitsu where you wear the gi and you're learning just jiu-jitsu moves because you're going to a school MMA is like what you see in the UFC where they're kicking and punching and yeah. stuff like that. So, and, but then I took about 10 years off and I, you know, I missed it and I still paid attention to the, to the sport and all that, but it just wasn't really possible for me to do. And then a little over a year and a half ago, I found my, the school I go to now. And so it's been about a little over a year and a half. I started, uh, July 6, 2019. That's very Back specific. at that school. Okay, so ah. here's here's a question about jujitsu, right? It's Japanese, right? There, but yes. But it's Brazilian also. There, and that's because there's a lot of people in Brazil who are Japanese. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> Half half of your heritage has mm -hmm. blessed the world. Mm -hmm. Beautiful arts of fighting. Mm -hmm. So, thank you, JSR. You're welcome. Thank you, JSR. I, I thank did you. It. Thank you. 
And, but so there's a man, uh, what's his name? There was a guy that invented, um, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but he started teaching judo. He, okay. he was like, I guess maybe the inventor of judo in Japan. Okay. Okay. And judo splintered off into different art forms like jujitsu, mm-hmm. judo. Uh, it even influenced Russian sambo, mm-hmm. which Russian sambo, because the Russians are really good at wrestling. But now you got this judo influence that teaches submissions such as chokes and arm locks and leg locks. And they embrace that. And then the jiu-jitsu kind of focused on that. And then some judo does, but not like sports judo. They, they really don't. They're more worried about the throws, like grabbing somebody and throwing them, you know, taking them down. And then you had some Japanese move to Brazil mm-hmm. back in the early 1900s. And they um, learned judo. And then they took the submission part of judo and refined it and made it to what it is today. Like the Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could call it Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I, most people just say jiu-jitsu because Brazilian jiu-jitsu is a long ass fucking word to say. It is. It's many syllables. Or you could say BJJ, you know, for Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That just but, sounds dirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most of them are like, BJs, what? Who's giving BJs? Okay. But anyways, my and Brandon initials is BJ. That's true. <laughs> so, so if you see a little BJ with hearts, um, yes, blowjobs, but also me and Brandon. <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. funny. So like here we like, have like our BJ security, like you know, blowjob securities here, and like y- y'all should like embrace that and make like shirts oh, and hats. And, I don't know. I'm just getting silly, but yeah. But yeah, no. That what 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 made you get into jujitsu? Like the ten years prior, did you see something on TV? Were you just interested in like self? Did something happen to you? You're like, I need to defend myself now. Or nothing happened to me. Nothing happened to me. When I was growing up, I was always athletic. I played a lot of baseball and um, like really competitive baseball. And um, but in high school, I always wanted to wrestle. Because it looks tough as fuck. It is tough as fuck. It's a brutal fucking sport that will break you and and it, ruin you your know. ears. Yeah, my ears are starting to get ruined oh. um, this side. But I, I I I wanted I wanted to get I want them to get that cauliflower. It's like a no, don't want that for yourself. What is wrong with you? It's a badge. It's a badge. Oh, oh my okay. god! Well, you get some it's prosthetics. Your <laughs> then you get kicked out of your school if you fake it like that now nah, but <laughs> but so i always wanted to wrestle because okay. i mean i mean i like that and then look at it it's tough and it's you know it's a it always looked fun to me but i live in texas and in texas it's football or nothing basically because uh, especially the part of texas i live in like it's football like all those schools are trying to be the best at football and uh, like where i live in cedar hill we like they have one of the best high school football programs in texas if not the nation um damn but like so like you come to texas and these schools will be massive 
like some districts will not split their high schools because they just want to have that good football program. So like there's some schools that they look like college campuses because it's just, they're not going to split. Yes. They're not going to split it. They're not going to split it because they want that amazing football program because it makes a lot of money. But so then I never got to do wrestling. And then one day at my job, I was at my route and I saw a guy wearing a pair of, uh, at the time, like the only clothing company was called Tap Out. He's wearing some Tap Out shorts or like a Tap Out shirt or something. That's the guy that goes like this, right? There's like a cartoon guy. No. No? It may, wait, maybe. I don't remember. I feel it's like been so long. Cartoon guy. Anyway. It's been so it's been so long since I've seen a pair of tap out. They, I don't even think they exist anymore. But they um they do. Okay. And um I asked him, I said, dude, where do you train? You know, because I live in this area, you know, where my route was. And um he told me, so I started going there. And you know, then then you know life happens and then I had to quit but then when my daughter became a freshman in high school I knew she had to bear more responsibility of her education because she needs to learn how to do that without me being over her shoulder all the time so then it was like daddy's about to start doing stuff that makes him happy again so (laughs) so good luck (laughs) enjoy enjoy no but you know but yeah, so I, it, you know, it was able to give me some more freedom. Mm. So, you know, you know, um, and then, and plus with the hours I keep at work, you know, I wake up at like 1.30 in the morning. Sometimes it gets hard to do stuff, you know, because of bedtime. And, uh, you know. Is that like your regular that, schedule? You have to wake up at 1.30 in the morning? I'm not late till 6.01. But oh. the way I like to run my route, and the way my life is uh, scheduled, it's better for me to wake up early and do what I, you know, got to do. Jesus. So does she get herself to school? Does she's homeschooling right oh, now? Okay. Or, oh, okay. Oh, duh. Or like yeah. Google yeah. zooming, Google yeah. zooming school, whatever. But um, my mom takes her and these other kids that live on the next street. Mm-hmm two days a week and then they take them the other days mm-hmm. and then I usually pick them up every day but so what, like my daughter does uh, huh what time do you go to sleep six seven if it's a night like I tra- yeah about now or if it's a night I train it's like nine o'clock nine thirty but it's just like I've had to condition I had to like just go all right a year and a half ago if you're going to do this, you've got to understand there's going to be nights you get three hours of sleep and you're just going to have to toughen up. I'm not a big sleeper in this. Like, I can fall asleep like this. I can fall asleep like this. But me staying asleep is a whole different... Like, about two hours into me being asleep, then I can start waking up. Mm. But for about the past month, I have discovered or finally started taking this wonderful thing called melatonin i wish i would have started taking melatonin back in high school because it would have helped me you know sleep a lot better starting back then i took melatonin and i feel like it made me weird is that weird 
Like, no, I, I don't think. It made me feel like dizzy. Did it give you like lucid dreams or? Oh. I don't remember having weird dreams. I just remembered like I was, I felt like I was out of it, but not like, I don't know. It was weird. I didn't like it. Um, I read, I read online that five milligrams is safe to take every night. Uh huh. Don't know if this is true or not, but I'm embracing this whole five milligrams a night thing of melatonin every night. Good for you. It works. So. Yeah, that's supposed to be like a natural good way mm -hmm. to fall asleep. I yeah. take um, good old diphenhydramine, mm. aka oh, Benadryl. Oh, Benadryl. <laughs> good night, cruel world. <laughs> I'll do that if I get sick. Like mm. if I'm sick, which, dude, I really haven't been sick in a couple of years. But yeah. um, I will take that stuff and or like Tylenol PM and just be like. Mm. It's the same thing. It's, it's, Benadryl is is basically the the drug diphenhydramine, mm -hmm. which okay. is the thing that makes you sleepy. So, yeah, just a little allergy meds, and good night, cruel world. Yeah. We'll see you when I see you. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. I don't need to take anything because I will sleep like a baby and I will sleep forever. That's so like, like does anything wake you up? Mm, just my alarm. Just your alarm. So yeah. like, you don't hear something. Sleeper. Yeah, me too. I'm light. Like, yeah. I wish like, I wasn't. If I don't set my alarm, like today I slept until 11 a.m. and it was great. Mm, but, nice. But my alarm, actually, no, I did wake up a little bit like around 5 a.m. So that was probably like me thinking, oh shit, I have to wake up. But, but don't you work overnight? Not anymore. Not anymore. I couldn't remember. Yeah, no, it's great. Like my life is so much better now that I work during the day like a regular person. Holy shit. Um, it's great. It's do, do I, you miss the overnight pay? I, I haven't yet because I've only gotten like one paycheck, so I haven't noticed yet. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that I will, but I mean, honestly, I, I go to work now and I have like a set thing that I do and it's different every day because we have different kind of patients or whatever, but like, I don't have to run out to the parking lot and try and like lift up a dog in the snow. I don't have to, I don't know. It's just wonderful. Dang. That's, that's, that's. Whatever it. puts a smile on the face right? is good. Yep. off at the weekend shit what was i doing my whole life that that's my daughter's school telling you so you you yep. do um you drive big trucks yes rick i drive i drive an 18 wheeler yes a 48 foot truck wheeler isn't that heavy like if there's a lot of fucking fat people in my car i feel that shit like she feels heavy like how do you like when you press on the gas and then you just get into like your normal car are you just like do you like burn a hole through your floor or what no 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 no, <laughs> no i mean it's intimidating at first but man i've been driving for uh, i've been at my company it'll be 18 years in may wait you just were like the employee of like the century or something right oh uh, employee spotlight yeah something I guess like it's that like, 
employee of the quarter. Fine, maybe. I'm sorry. Yeah, the only reason I okay, I shared that. Okay. Yeah, you did. Because, <laughs> I, saw it. I did. I shared it, and um, some guy at work was like, "He's worked there longer than me," and he's like, "Oh no, that's why." I, he goes, "That's why I love you, Rick. That's why I love you." He goes, "You're a snarky motherfucker." <gasps> and I go, I, "And I go, he, no, me and him are cool." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he goes, "He goes, I go, man, what are you talking about? What did I do?" And he goes, "I read your employee spotlight thing. It's on the company's Instagram page." And I go, oh, okay. He goes, your favorite time of the day is lunchtime. And then like, blah, blah, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah. It was like all my answers are like, because I just answer like how I see it, you know? Mm. And it was funny because yesterday at the warehouse, when I was leaving, the main guy at my branch was like, hey, Rick, uh, you went national with your employee spotlight thing. And I go, what are you talking about? And he was like, well, like the National Brewers Association that, you know, we're part of, they used your thing to show off our company. Oh, and oh then, look at you. But, that was celebrity, JSR. Uh, First no, 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 <laughs> no. But like, so like, I'm not a big drinker. Like I drink a couple of times a year. Like I drink in at Dia de los Deftones in San Diego. And then I drink a couple other times other than that. But it was so like for this National Brewers Association, <laughs> my favorite drink that we sell, they asked, what's your favorite beverage that we sell? And I was like, Caritos. And so, I was, <laughs> so I was telling the, the, the branch manager, I was like, isn't it funny that my favorite drink is Jaritos and they published this in some Brewers Association magazine. Mm. He goes, I did think about that. He goes, it's <laughs> kind of funny. Because so yeah. so you drive drinks. Yes. Is that it? Yes. And it's how far about, do you drive? Um I, like on my it's about forty to sixty miles on my route. I'm I'm close to the warehouse, so yeah. So, so it's just you, do you just drive or you're the guy that wheels the things in and, and puts them in the like do you do the I whole do. The whole thing. I do both. Okay, I do okay, both. okay. I do both. And then, do you deliver to stores or restaurants? Stores. Okay. I deliver to grocery stores and gas stations. Okay. Yeah. How do you put I'm, gas in that thing? The same way you put gas in your vehicle. That's not I'm true. A, I can't imagine that. No, you it is true. Gas tanking, you just fill it up. Does it take like yep. seven thousand dollars to fill it up? Well, we have gas. We have uh, diesel pumps at our warehouse. Ah. And then we have unleaded pumps at our warehouse, so I don't know how. So you only out. use the gas at your warehouse. Yes. You can't go anywhere else. What if, like, you're on almost on empty? You can't just pull up to no regular ass gas station. I mean, you can. You would have to pay for it, and I guess the company would pay you back. But that would but be very pay- frowned. Up- that would be very frowned upon. Right, and it's all planned, right? Like, yeah, right. So, like, do you put gas in your in your truck? Do you call it a rig? What do you do? Do you, and then it's yours. Like that is yours. You only drive yours. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you Unless have like, your own truck. Yes. Rig. I have a truck assigned. I have a truck and a trailer that's assigned to my route. And I, it, unless it's getting repaired or refurbished or whatever, you know, then, then I'm in that truck. 
Okay. Have so you, have you named your truck? No. God, you should name her. You need to have a personal relationship. You're spending most of your life with her. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, I know, but I don't like driving the Bud Light truck because mm -hmm. I always used to drive a red Budweiser truck and like, because there didn't used to be that many red Budweiser trucks, but there was a lot of blue Bud Light trucks. Yeah. Well, then when I got that blue Bud Light truck several years ago, I was just like, whatever. So, um, do you, what happens if you call out? Does somebody drive your truck or they drive their own truck on your route? No, no, no. They go to the warehouse and, uh, you know, run my route. Okay. But I called out, like, maybe three weeks ago for the first time in a couple of years mm. I broke down like I was on my way to work you know it's like two in the morning or whatever and I'm like listening to my podcast I, all I, I, I hardly ever listen to music it, my whole thing is podcast mm -hmm. so I'm driving to work and and then my radiator gauge is like you know stop going up and then my AC turns cold you know it's cold it's cold here mm -hmm. so I got the heater on the defroster on I'm like, what's going on? So then your boy had to pull over and fucking, you know, park and call a tow truck at like two in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I texted my boss at like two. I was like, say, dude, I ain't making it in, you know. And he don't check his phone till 4.30. Mm -hmm. And then, so then the tow truck showed up and I sent him a picture of my truck on the tow truck. And I was like, boom, here you go. So you believe me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but. No, if I call in, somebody runs my route. Oh, okay. That's crazy. They drive my truck and all that. Mm. Yeah. So How you have to get truck driving. I don't know, but I wish I wouldn't have. <laughs> Why not? You don't like it? It's all I know, dude. I mean, yeah. who knows? We'll see. I'm, I've always said I'm going to be married to this company for 20 years, and in 20 years, maybe I can do something else. So or do something else. Why don't you just leave now? Do you get something if you're there for 20 years? Your, your retirement starts getting a lot healthier. Mm. Ah, okay. Is, so it, is it a union well, job or not union? Not union. Not union, okay. The, but I don't necessarily want to leave the company, but just maybe do something else. Mm -hmm. ah. But like, I, I feel want, like those companies really, like, do they take care of you? Like, are they, I mean, obviously it's a good company if you work there for so long, but like sometimes like those, those jobs that like, what am I trying to say? Like they're essential, uh, they're essential. They're like definitely, um, it's like the infrastructure of, of the world, right? Like those infrastructural jobs, right? Those, they usually pay well, right? And right. You get My job is stuff. not going anywhere until there are self-driving trucks. Right. So there will, I'm convinced there will be no more truckers as we know in the next 15, 20 years. Really? Yeah. I know. Dude, look at how fast technology grows. True. Mm -hmm. true. But you there's know, still, still somebody's going to have to unload it. Because they so would have to. trucker. That's what yes. that's your job title? A trucker. I'm a trucker. Trucker. So when I hear trucker and then I see in my head, it's like, you know how the movies and then they have like these pit stops and then there's like hookers <laughs> and there's like shitty bathrooms. 
and they go in and they get a snack at the gas station. But then that's not your life, huh? I'm not an over-the-road trucker, no. Because you're local, local, right? right? I'm local. Yes. Oh, so that's so like... You're, yeah, you're thinking of those guys that drive from like Texas, maybe to Florida, wherever, you know, just okay, okay, far away. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm like, I'm crossing state lines here is what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, okay, okay. You're crossing state lines. So your route is regular. So you go to the same places every day um, mm -hmm. or like every whatever. So do you have like friends? It's a, it's a scheduled, spots, yeah. Right? What like, was that? Like you have friends in all your spots. Like you go to your one gas station and you're like, hey, Harv, how mm -hmm. you doing? And there's all yeah. like, I like that. So, so I've been here for 18 years, May mm -hmm. 6th. It'll be 18 years. And then this route I'm on now, I started August 15th, 2005. So mm. I've been on this route over 15 years. And there's some stores I've delivered to for over 15 years. Now, none of the people are the same at these right, stores. Right, right, right. But, you know, all they know is me, mm -hmm. you know. And, but, yeah. So, so, yeah, it's a schedule. Do they do like the individual locations like at Christmas? Do you get a gift from them or is that? No, no. Okay. Cause like, I know like UPS drivers, right? Like when I used to work at the yarn store, it was like always Michael. Right. And like, he mm -hmm. just got hella gifts at the end of the year from all of his little shops, but maybe that's cause it's shops and it's different than like it's, delivering yeah, that's a, a thing. Right. Yeah. Be, yeah. That's different. Yeah. I would say. Mm -hmm. What would be your dream job? My dream job? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> can I give you, can we yeah. do like a top yeah. five? Yes. Yeah. Let me have them. A jiu-jitsu instructor. Really? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That would be awesome. To have your own gym and people pay you to teach them how to fight slash defend themselves. Do you teach your daughter? Is she interested no, in that? She's not interested at all. I wish she would because jujitsu is the perfect martial art for a woman because if you're, if you may be smaller than the person attacking you, but you can defend yourself. And jujitsu teaches people how to fight off of their back. So when a woman is getting raped, that man is usually on top and in between her legs. Well, in jiu-jitsu, that's called guard. And in jiu-jitsu, there is sweeps, there's arm breakage, there's strangulations from there. And it's perfect because it teaches you because if this man or whatever doesn't Person. know anything, they may outweigh you by a hundred pounds, but if they don't know anything, you can defend yourself and hurt this person or get this person off of you and get away. And um, with, and you may be outweighed by a hundred, 150 pounds on that. It's perfect. It's out of a very vulnerable situation, even though yes. you don't have weight as an advantage. Mm. Yes. Yes, it's that's good. That sounds like a thing that people should learn. Yeah, you should be like, yeah. I'm your dad, and today you're gonna learn how to not get raped. Sit your ass down. You know what well, I'm saying? That's what I tell her. I was like, <laughs> look, you I'm not always gonna be around. You're gonna be a, 
a grown ass woman one day. Like, do mm-hmm. you want to be a woman that has to get raped, or do you want to be a woman that at least has that chance, that chance to hurt this person trying to hurt you? Like, I really wish you would learn this martial art. You know, I really wish. I mean, it's a tough martial art. It hurts. It's tough. It is tough. Like, okay, so like, let's say jujitsu. It takes about eight years to get a black belt. It's eight years of your life you've dedicated to being on those mats, getting hurt. You know. Okay. Question. Yes. How many colors are before black? White, blue, purple, brown, black. Can you get higher than black? Yes, but. What color is that? Red. I like how whites are the least and then blacks are like the best. Right? That should be more like, like, just saying. Yeah, I've never even. Well, I meant all belt systems are like that. Okay. But. So red is like the top top or is there more than red? There's no more than red. Is that like like a master kind of thing? red, Red is black is master but then red is beyond master it's somebody that like you probably have to get your black belt by the time you're 25 to Mm -hmm. even become a red belt because like it's you've given your life to jujitsu to become a red belt like do you know a red belt no no you okay how many do you know black belts at least yeah my two of my professors Okay, are they called senseis? What is called a sensei? Professors. In jujitsu, we say professor. Okay, because I was watching The Office and Dwight says that he's a senpai and then um, he has Ira, his sensei. But that's but that's karate. That That's most other martial arts. Jiu-jitsu is very informal. Okay. It's very informal, but not, it's, it's confusing. So but, because it's from Brazil. <laughs> So it's like, it's, it's, you know, Brazil is chill, right? Period. Yeah. They're chill, right? So it's yeah. not like you take these aspects, like these rigid aspects of Japanese society, right? Mm-hmm. But it's Yeah, like, you guys are really fucking like, oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. that's, that's why I'm like so fascinated with like Brazilian Japanese people and Peruvian Japanese people. Cause like a lot of, it's just so, it's so weird. Cause like you live in this country where like, um, there's like carnival and like all this stuff, but then you're also Japanese. I don't know. Freaks. I love it. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah. So we, in jujitsu, we call them professors Professor. or coaches. I mean, you know, if you do, I mean, if they're a red belt, you call them master, you know, that's my understanding. But like, so once you become a black belt, you get a stripe every three years. And I think on that's your black stripe. belt stripe, so, like, uh, I'll show you. Oh, you have stripes? Not on this belt, I don't. But you're a black belt? No, I'm a blue belt. Blue. Okay, okay, blue. okay. It's your second belt. So, right here. Oh, okay, okay. This black bar. Yeah. I will eventually, I will get one, two, three, four stripes. So, after your fourth stripe, I would go to purple. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Uh, but and is in, that like all all the time? You have to get it like several stripes before you go, or is this just the jujitsu thing in particular? 
jujitsu. Ah, okay, okay, okay. As far as I know, I don't know about the other martial arts. Maybe judo is probably similar, but I'm not. Well, there's levels to this shit. Not only like colors, but like you got to get certain stripes to move up too. In my white belt, I only got three stripes before he promoted me to blue. But um, oh, so they can bypass stripe. In the white belt, in the white belt, in the white belt, they will. So like, at the school, I'm known as Taco Rick. And so how, how, how does one acquire Taco Rick as a name? One has to be named Rick, and one has to really enjoy tacos. Ah, and talk about tacos. Boxes. Yes, got it. And M B J J Magnus Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Okay, and I'm his fifty fourth blue belt. So oh, his that's my house number. Huh? That's my house number. <laughs> connected there we go and and but so and then like once you get your bite belt you get a stripe every three years okay okay then once you hit like nine stripes then you get like a coral belt which is like red and white and red and black and then after so many years of those then you get a red stripe it's just like that's what i'm Uh, saying so it's not even like so much like that you do like you're good at it it's like years you have to have like time accumulated Mm mm-hmm so you can't just be like the best ever and then just just go up the line in like 10 years. You have to like. You have to put in your time. Now, there are some people, there are these phenoms. Like there's a Hawaiian dude that used to fight in the UFC. His name is BJ Penn. His nickname was the phenom because he was able to get his black belt in jiu-jitsu in like three and a half, four years. Mm. But to do that. What is, the, what is that, the usual time for that? About eight years. Oh, okay. So, like, he was like really fast with it. But he was like the Doogie Hauser of jujitsu. Yes, he was very <laughs> fortunate enough to where he could just like live in a jujitsu gym, basically, mm-hmm. and make that his life. And then okay. there was this judo. Uh, I always had a judoka, a judo person, an American, uh, Travis Stevens. He's a beast in judo, and. Um, but he got his black belt in jiu-jitsu in like three years. He's like the fastest person to ever get a black belt. But there are these phenoms that are able to make jiu-jitsu the only thing they do, you know, and like live in these gyms, like literally live yeah. in these gyms. And so are that's these all they, red belts yet or do they have to no, accumulate more time? That, yeah, that takes, a, okay. that, that takes a lifetime. Okay, okay. So what I'm understanding that you can get to the black you know, in a fairly quicker amount of time than anybody else, that's fine. But the red, like you got to put in your life. <laughs> yes. Yes. Got it. Got it. So that would be job number one. Okay. <laughs> yes. Let's continue. Job number two, I guess photographer would be a nice job, like a, like a traveling photographer, mm-hmm. like somebody that gets to like do conflict photography. That would be awesome. Oh, like, like a war photographer. War photography, protest oh, photography, oh, any oh, type okay. of, like, working for the AP or, or Reuters. Oh, shit, man. That would be awesome. Oh, he's excited but, about that but, one. That's passion. Because <laughs> I follow some I follow some Reuters and AP photographers, and it's just like, oh. Like, you know, they get to see the world change. Like, they're there capturing the moments yeah, yeah. that you see on the news or on internet or that in history well, that's that's bernie's mittens bernie's mittens yeah right. maybe you what would you photograph jsr 
what like as a photographer what would you photosize like what would be what you want to photographize um bands it would have to be bands because oh, then i could go to the show and not worry about getting crushed or whatever and i would have a good view and yeah no, i'm always know. jealous of those three people songs, though, only for the first three songs bitch then move out of the oh, way sure 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 sure, sure. Okay, okay. but then yeah, i get to go sit down and i can get my big lens out and i can just yeah it's great that'd be great yeah they kick you out of that that section after three uh -huh. songs yeah that's i know i count them like get the fuck out of my way <laughs> let me enjoy my show right like that that photographer that's like the deftones photographers clemente man that dude gets to travel all over the world with I them the, the 310 he's, guy or whatever the fuck, right? He has like those a, letter numbers after his name. I think so. I don't, uh, maybe, I don't know. Yes, I just did. know the Clemente part. Yeah. But he gets to photograph. like. Yeah, he does really good work. He's good. He's really See, good. and that would be the thing. It would be to be with one band. And then that would be my thing. And and then I would be their photographer. And then I would be, get to see all these other bands because I would get to see okay. like the what opening current, band. What current band? Like if they're like JSR, you could pick any band right now to go photograph on their tour. What would it be? What band right now? What about you, right, right now? Deftones? Deftones for me. Of course. I'm trying to think like who get, what band do I like that goes the coolest places? I don't know. Dude, if I, mean, I could take a Deftones concert, oh, dude, that would be... I could put my camera down and almost, no, I wouldn't put my camera down because I'd still have to catch outside of my daughter. I could put my camera down outside <laughs> of my daughter. I mean, in a way I wouldn't care as long as it wasn't a country band. Do you know what I mean? I need you to pick one, make it personal. Fucking Bell and Sebastian then. Okay. Cause then they're, they're cute. There's a lot of them. I hang out with my friend Tita cause she's married to one of them. It'd be fine. Okay. Yep. See, that sounds good. Okay. There you go. When I think of photography as a job, the first thing I go to is like planet Earth shit. You know what I'm saying? Like where the animals are and in the forest and then the waterfalls and like, that's it. But also shows because I, when I go to shows, I take pictures and they're not the best pictures because I'm in the shit, you know what I'm saying? But I try my hardest to get like good shots. You take good pictures at shows. I see them. Yeah, I, I, I try really, like I, I enjoy that part of even going to the show to take the picture. And my friend always likes to talk shit like you're supposed to be enjoying the show and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I am, but I also like seeing things have a, you know, through my lens yeah. and like capturing moments and things like that. And he always talk shit about me. Yes, I'm talking about you, Emo. Just leave me alone. I like to take pictures. I'm not like recording the whole show or anything like that, but like- Take a couple of pictures, take a couple yeah, of pictures. I like, like sometimes I'll see them in a certain pose in a certain way. I was like, oh, this is this is a good angle. Like the light's cool coming through there, like the, the, the fog and then they look like a silhouette. And like, yeah. you know, like all this shit goes like in my mind now because that's like a thing that I, that I look for when I go to shows. I'm like, oh, I'm excited to see, you know, like what I can get. Just don't do it at a tool show. Oh my God, tool. Because <laughs> they'll throw you in the gulag and then hey, you'll the, never escape. The, 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 the thing is about those shows, because I have taken, if you go on my Instagram, there is pictures of- I've seen you break the law. Yeah. Yes. And like at like Danzig and the Misfits and shit, they're not, there's no photography or blah, blah, blah. And the people in the back can get away with it because no one's going to, you know what I'm saying? Like they're in the back, but I'm always at the barricade because that's my shit. That's where I enjoy my life at shows. And the, the trick is, 
you have to wait till the last song because when people know that they're gonna leave that's when like all the crowd surfers come in and everybody gets hella mm -hmm. wild so the security guards are it's not focused on them do you yeah. yeah so then i can just take my camera and just take a few click 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 clicks well, you know, they're they're occupied by like the crowd surfers or like whatever, you know what I'm saying? And if you get kicked out, it's the end. Yeah, exactly. And if they want to reprimand you for any reason, mm -hmm. it's the end of the fucking show. So. so my whole thing, like when before we had phones that could take pictures, right, was always like trying to sneak a tape recorder and a camera into the show. Yes, right? I did that. Oh, my God. Like so a like, disposable like camera. Yep. But no, I, I mean, I did it I, in between my boobs. Right, I used uh, to have me too because, <laughs> I, you know, the, the sweet and tender hooligans have right? some size to them, so I would just, you know, place that in there. And mm. most of the people who are checking you are guys, and they don't right. really, so they're not going to go down, down. No. yeah, yeah, they're not. I would always put them in like boxes of tampons, I'd be like, <laughs> I have a box of tampons, That's smart, but I don't take bags into shows because mm. you know, I'm, I'm in the midst, and I right. don't, yeah, I don't even wear glasses to shows. I don't even wear my glasses because I always wear my contacts because uh -huh. I'm always in the front and there's always right. shit happening and crowd surfers and you know. No, so I would like always take a bag that I didn't like, put it in the thing of tampons and then I could put the camera in my pocket. And if the bag went to shit, it didn't matter. That, so. That's a good idea, yeah. yeah. Have you ever, do you ever take your camera, like your professional camera to shows, Rick? No, I've never, because they won't let you. Okay. I was able to, so there's these, like, um, I, get, I guess they're a chain restaurant, but mm -hmm. not really. There's like one in Dallas, one in Austin. Okay. But um, one of my buddies invited me to take pictures at this like little festival that they were doing. Okay. And um, Leon Bridges showed up. Do you know who Leon Bridges is? No. Do you know who Leon Bridges is, JSR? Mm -hmm. He showed up and sang a couple of songs with his friend that was headlining this little festival. And that's, you know, the most famous person I've ever taken a picture of. Leon, if you listen to Leon Bridges, he's like a very soulful R&B singer. Oh, okay. He's amazing. He, you've probably heard his songs before. Yeah. You just don't the know he's, he's not registering with me he's from fort worth but boy he is fucking awesome like but yeah but no i mean dude i don't even know how to like get permission to take pictures at a concert but before i die or deftones stop touring i want to shoot a deftones concert i want to get a picture of steph and his crazy long hair in that fan that blows that he has on stage I have a few of those. Yeah, I, but I want to be like right there shooting up like that. I want to yeah, do that. I, I, I don't even, yeah, I know what you mean. And then I want to get a picture of Chino and his squat screaming. I have, I have those too. I know. And then I want to get a picture. A, what, this close. <laughs> oh, I know. One time at one of the concerts, you know how like he, when he's like hanging out in the crowd, he looks for somebody's hand to hold. Yeah. So he like held my hand, and one of my friends, she was like, "Rick, I got the video," and she sent it to me. And then, I have, but, I've had many encounters with Chino at shows mm -hmm. because I'm always up front. And when he played Crosses, um, 
he did a couple of shows in San Francisco and usually they do a song where it's like a crosses related theme song. And I think this was like, I don't remember if it was like a Prince song or something. And he didn't know the lyrics to the song that well because they were printed on a paper on the stage. <laughs> and I'm on the stage, they didn't have a barricade for that. Mm. So I'm like where the stage is and I see him like coming back to the same spot and seeing where he is. And I was like, God damn it, Chino, you had one fucking job. Memorize your goddamn lyrics, right? <laughs> so so when I saw him doing that, I was like, okay, like, I guess I can help you out. So I put my finger where he was next going, right? Uh, like the next funny. lyric. And then he looked at me and he's like, yes, please keep doing that. And I was like, all right. And then so like, and then he came up to me to like sing with me. And I was like, nigga, you don't know the song. You think I'm going to know it? Like, I'm just, I'm just, the, I'm yeah. just the guy. I don't, the you're, you're doing the most just just stick to the stick to our script right now you know <sighs> so then after at the end he was like you know like thank you and he came and he shook my hand and i was like yes just just do your job gino come on now man <laughs> but um yeah i went to a few crosses shows i went to a few crosses shows yeah they were they're good i mean it chino never fails um in terms of performance so no like, yeah so that i i've i've had a interact and then like all the bitches around you know the fucking deaf tones oh my god girl he's like singing to you and I'm just like, mm -hmm. i mean oh, he's yeah. cool but like, i don't yeah. almost like his dick or anything i, I just yeah. really appreciate his music it, it helps mm -hmm. me in life but yeah anything I else I could feel like sure but anyways yep. that's, that's, that's a fond memory of mine yeah, and then, just, uh, I'll, Sean I got Lopez, yeah, the, Sean Lopez is the, cool. The keyboardist uh, of Crosses, he came after and he also like thanked me. He's like, here you can you can have like a pick because I guess he does guitar work as well. Mm. I was like, thanks, That's man. Nice. Okay, job yeah. number three, Rick. Oh shit! So I said jujitsu photographer. Shit. Now, now this is getting hard. I mean, you can only have taught you were like ready to give me five. What happened? Right. Uh, that's why. Then I tried to narrow it down to three because like I was. I was eating with my head and not my stomach, you know. Oh. Um, shit. All right, I'll, I'll think of one more job. Uh, what is something else I really like to do? What about you, JSR? What's your dream yeah, job? Yeah, yeah. What about you? Oh my god. Okay, so right now my dream job will be working a fabric store because I want that discount. I want that discount that's on like that fabric in life. Like, bitch, you can get that job. Like, no, that's no, I can't get that job because I'm not good enough yet. But like no, oh, listen, chef. I'm oh chef. chef. Can you cook? <laughs> no, <Not> like that. <laughs> okay, well, okay. That's why it's a dream. We have to, you dream. know. Got it. Got it. Interesting. Uh, that would be not. I mean, I don't know how to create the. I can read. I can follow directions. I'm not a very good Mexican woman because I don't really just like know how to cook like that. Mm -hmm. But I can follow directions and instructions. Yeah, I, you, I, that's really weird that like my entire job choice is where I can get a discount. I must be Jewish. But no, no seriously. Like, about your dreams, bitch. You just, you can literally go and get a, a job at a fabric store. I'm fucking old. I don't want to work. So I would work in a, in a fabric store and right, right. Okay. That's, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hate on your dreams. If this is what no. you're. Your dreams currently consist of then i have four right, of it like these get your get, discount they get paid. that makes you a bum jules without a <laughs> residence or a job 
from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it's true though. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like still like a dream job. No, that would be hard. No, like my dream job that I used to always want when I was a kid was I wanted to like be a screenwriter, like TV shows or whatever, but I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to do something easy that I like, so. Like, yeah. do you realize how hard it is to be like, like those screenwriters, mm -hmm. like writers for TV shows, those are generally really smart people that yeah. have like Harvard degrees or yeah, yeah. like, they're like, or like, or you're lucky enough that you've honed the craft mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. comedy. Right. Because the, the, it's a highly skilled job. Like, like, I mean, it's, a, that's a hard job to get. It that is you a have hard job, smart. but like, it sounds like really fascinating, like, like to be in the writer's room, you know, and like you go around and you're like, okay, what are we going to do with these characters? And then you just refine it over the week. And then you have your table read. It just sounds really fascinating. I cannot even imagine how you would be in that room. It would be terrible. I would be the worst. Over would the you be freaking out? I'd be like, no, wait, what do we do that? Oh, okay, you guys, one time. It would be horrible. Yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> the ideal job for me is like doing this podcast. Wow. <laughs> be as random Dude. as I want. Like, what if we made money at this, Jackie? What if we were really good at it? <laughs> I, would, Dude, I listen to podcasts all day, every day. Mm -hmm. It would be a really cool job to be able to get advertisements or mm -hmm. get like people that would support you through like Patreon or. Yeah, yeah whatever to like for your opinions on whatever the subject matter your podcast right? is that'd be great gonna... get paid to be yourself that's amazing sugar man won't you hurry cause i'm tired of these things for a blue coin Yes. Right? Like, okay, do you guys know who Laura Clary is? No. Okay, she's like a comedian that has a, a YouTube channel, right? And she's married to this guy. They both had, like, he's a music producer slash, like, he does soundtracks and stuff like that. But now they make so much money off of their YouTube channel that, like, they don't have to do other things, right? Uh. She, what are we doing wrong, JSR? Make me rich. Well, this is the point. Like, work. He has to come up with shit. But it seems <sighs> to me that the dude just has to be in the background of her videos being British, right? I mean, he's definitely funny and he definitely has talent. But I'm like, you've been broke so many times. You've hit rock bottom. You've been in rehab and you're worth $5 million because your wife has a YouTube channel. God. Why can't you be my British dude in the background? Or I right. can, I have a great British accent. Right, right. But like, she just but, makes funny videos and like they have a cleaning lady that at the beginning of COVID, they gave her $5,000. Cause they're like, you're not gonna be coming to our house for a while, so here's money. I'm like, I wanna be able to do that. Yeah, that'd be nice. Right? Make a video of me giving money away, that'd be great. That would, you, I wouldn't be giving money away cause I'm poor. Speaking, <laughs> but you wouldn't be. of the British. Uh-huh. Jackie, did you ever get your money back? Oh, from the hotel. Ooh, he's trying to bring me back to that dark, dark place in my life. No, I did not. After the new year, because this happened in what, November, starting the first couple days of December. And I went through that whole ass thing. And like, remember they, they started charging me for my calls over there, my phone company. 
right. even though I had long distance, it was only if like they called me or some bullshit, I don't know, but I couldn't call them. So then I couldn't call them and bug them anymore. Cause I was getting like hundreds of dollars ranked up on top of just, you know, trying to get my money back from my hotel. Anyway, no long mm. story short. No, I oh. said, I'm going to start the new year off. Right. I'm just going to forget about okay. that. It's just, I don't want to go through something similar. <gasps> no. So I ordered something off of a Instagram advertisement. God damn it. They got you. They got you. They, yes, they got me. And I'm like, I'm pretty good about like, I'm not saying I fell for anything because I it wasn't like a ruse or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, they just won't refund my fucking money. And I paid through it for pay, through PayPal. What did you buy? It was some like underwear. Okay. Sexy. Okay. <laughs> it was very sexy black boxer briefs. Yes. Okay. Very nice. <laughs> Ladies. Ladies. <laughs> but they got me and it's just like fuck and i'm well, not gonna the problem did you not like them did you have did you want to return them or what 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 was the issue it was taking them forever to ship it okay and then i emailing them and i'm like say what's up and they're like oh we're out of stock and i was like mm. do you they were like do you want to wait or do you want your money back and i was like i'll just take my money back and they're like, well, it's going to take five to 10 business days. And it's been like 15. Oh, no. And see, now they're not responding. <gasps> so like, so I went through PayPal. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get my money back. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just annoying. I, um, I have a really hard time letting that kind of shit go. Like, seriously. So this is really dumb. This is how stupid. So my last night working overnight, we are like, we're going to get Thai food. And I'm like, yes, let's get Thai food. Right. Mm. Me and my coworkers. Right. And so this Thai place, you can get a coconut, right. And, and they'll cut a hole in it and that can be your drink, right. Like a mm. real coconut. Right. Oh, I like that. Right? I love those. So the first time I ordered it, they had it, it was cut out. I had a straw. I could drink it. It was great. Right. So this time I'm like, I'm going to order three coconuts because I want one for now. I want one for later and I take one home. Right. Fine, so that's the, fine. the coconuts come, but they are not, they're not open. Right. So this is me overnight at my essential worker job where emergencies are happening. And I'm on the phone with Jordash going, you don't understand. You send me these coconuts and I cannot open them because I'm at work. What are you going to do? They're like, we'll give you a refund of $3. And I was like, Bitch, <laughs> those coconuts cost me like $12. And they're closed now. So how are you going to, she's like, we'll get you new coconuts. I was like, bullshit. You're going to get me new coconuts because they're not open. I did a whole Karen. I got my money back and I got to bring my coconuts home. But like, I'm like, I really should let, let this shit go. Like I'm at work, an emergency could come in and I'm worried about coconuts. I don't know if that's called a Karen because you did pay for a drink. I did. I did. I did. Cut open. You should be able to drink your drink is what we're saying. I know. I know. But I was like, there's so many bigger things to worry about. I mean, I didn't want to let it go, but like also they're in another country in another time zone. And like, I can't just like go to their, like, you know, like to their, to that hotel and be like, Hey, what's up? Yeah. So that's like, this company is Uh overseas. Uh I'm not gonna get my money back. So I'm about to delete their emails. Look, I'm gonna delete their emails right now. Right now, let it go, Rick. Let, let it go. go. Let it go, Rick. 
Speaking of coconuts, my dream job, as I've always said, is a food blog, a traveling food blogger. Food blogger, yes. No. What if? No, never mind. You could be a traveling food blogger, and then Rick could be your photographer, and then Brandon could go with you and do all of this hood rat shit around the world. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna make you buy fabric for me in all the countries, and I'll make you a quilt. (laughs) For when I go to cold places, right? I no, can no, your, I'll just promote I'll, your wool making. Oh, no, no, no. I'll be your like manager. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. do all your booking and then I will, you'll go to the restaurant. I'll go to the, the yarn store and the fabric store. Okay. Speaking of, so you're doing a challenge of wool. Yeah. I see this on your Instagram. Yes. Now, in, in my mind, you're wearing the same shit forever. I'm wearing this dress. It's called the Rowena swing dress. I'm wearing it for 100 days. If I wear this dress for a hundred days and document it, I will get a hundred dollars to buy another dress. Do you, so you just have to put it on every day and take a picture? Correct. Correct. So you you have to put that and just take it off. I mean, yeah, but the whole idea, the whole movement of this 100 day dress challenge is to like cut down your spending on clothing, rely on just a few things that are very high quality and wool, wearing wool is actually like really good for you because it's really breathable and it is warm in the winter, but it can be cool in the summer. And, really? and, and the whole idea is like, I have this dress and I can wear it every day. And yes, I do wash it, um, but I can wear it every day. And that was your next question, right? Um, <laughs> She's on to me. Right. But like all these women who have this dress, like we're all like showing how we're styling it differently and stuff like that. So I don't know. I was just like, bitch, I'm gonna buy a dress and I'm gonna get a free dress. I'm gonna do that. So But doesn't wool itch? It's not itchy. That's the thing, is like it's a nice merino wool mm. and, and it's not itchy. And like honestly, like my psoriasis, like in places where the wool touches is better. You know, I was listening to something the other day and they were talking about how like like there is a certain type of wool that mm-hmm. like a lot of hunters or like a lot of like hikers that go into like like there's a certain type of wool that is like really good in cold weather yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it might even be like really like water repellent or something maybe yeah 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 well because like wool has lanolin in it so it is naturally water repellent if you keep the lanolin in it Mm -hmm. which is why for babies who are cloth diaper they will often wear a wool thingy over it and then Mm -hmm. the thing about wool is it doesn't absorb odors so legit I could hang this dress up and it would be clean like by tomorrow. Do you know whoa, 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 wait, hold, whoa, pause. Because it Stop doesn't absorb shit. No, so, mm, so if I, so, okay, something to know about me is my right armpit, mm-hmm. I don't know if it absorbs the stinkiness from the left one because the left one is always just on point. She is uh-huh. delicate. She is, you know, fragrance. But it transfers. Yes, and then it's always just like sweating and disgusting. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know why you needed to know that, but what I'm saying is if I wear that dress, are you going to say that my right armpit is like, I'm going to take the dress off and it's not going to have any right armpit smells? Correct. I don't think you know my armpit, bitch. Girl, listen to me. When Ezra was a baby and I cloth diapered that that little boy, right? I would have this soaker on, right? And I could legit, I would take the, the cloth diaper and dump the shit off of it and put that in the washer. And I did not need to wash the wool. I could hang it up 
And if you hang it up in the sun, the sun's ultraviolet rays disinfect it, it would not smell like tea. Fucking science, man. Science. Magnets, how do they work? Okay, so magnets, how do they work? So wool is from sheep only? Yes. So you so like the things that like alpacas have and it's called llamas. wool, but it's not really wool. So it's, it's different. fiber. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those can stink. Yes, yes. But not but, just um, I don't know. It's it's a, um, it's a magic uh, substance. Wow. But yeah, no. So like right now, I'm not itchy. I wear it every day and it's cute. It's a smock. I love a smock. Whatever. But like, it's really funny because now I have all these Instagram followers who are like legit middle-aged ladies who knit and quilt. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like because a walking that's your market. Why are you complaining? These old- No, they're my people. Rich. Just promote yourself. Right, right. There's your fan base. So do you, right. do you yeah. knit and crochet also? I don't crochet, but I do knit. What's crochet? Crochet is one hook. And basically you're making each stitch onto like another stitch. Whereas knitting is more like you're weaving a fabric. Ah. Two. Ah. I don't know. Crochet is really my bumpy. And knitting my daughter does one of them. Mm. Two it's sticks or one. What is your favorite thing about your daughter? Mm, is there just so many or do you not have one? <laughs> <laughs> no, no uh, she's, uh, she's very compassionate. She's very Aww. caring. Aww. Does she say what she wants to be when she grows up? She wants to be AOC. Oh, nice. Oh, that is a very wow. good. That's a, she, that's a is good goal. Is she political? Does she like to like, is she into that stuff? You know what? She's a humanitarian. That's an Aquarius trait. We are the number one humanitarians of the world. Mm -hmm. That's what I do know about my sign. <laughs> like we really are uh, like compassionate about people, even though we don't, we hate them. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a whole I, thing. I guess. Yeah. I, I, I guess she's an Aquarius. So. Mm -hmm. Shit that comes out of AOC's mouth, I am like, you are so smart and you are so authentic. Like for the inauguration, she didn't even go to the inauguration. She went to like a protest for union workers. I was like, oh my God. I saw some, I think she was at a Costco. Mm -hmm. Somebody took a picture like, hey, I'm at Costco and look who's here. <laughs> but isn't it weird there's a Costco in New York City? <laughs> I recently... Guys, this year I became a Costco member. Did you? <laughs> Speaking of Costco, I used to just uh, uh, sneak in to, to get like the hot dog because they're like 35 cents or some crazy oh, shit. Yeah, cheap. And, and the pizzas, really fucking cheap. So I used to like just be next to somebody and like pretend that I knew them so that I can go to their food court. <laughs> I love you. So that I, and now I could just like flash from my card. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I can also shop there, but like right. the food court, you guys. So, I need a Costco card again just for the gas. Yeah, their gas is good price. Okay, um, let me tell you how my mom got kicked out and suspended from Costco. I just recently did. learned this. Yes. So apparently, and this is a very my mom thing to do. Um, when she goes around stores or like the pulga and shit like that, you'll grab mm -hmm. like the grapes and uh -huh. you'll open them and you'll start eating them, eating them. while you're there, yeah. right? 
So that's what she had done. And then like one of the guys, um, like a manager, I don't know who the fuck, some motherfucker who was on their high horse Uh went up to her and he, and she's like, and he was like, you can't do this. You can't be eating like, and this is like pre COVID. So it's not like everybody was masked or anything like that. Right. Right. And then um, he's like, you can't be eating this. You're stealing property from Costco. And she's just like, I'm going to pay for this. You know, I'm just enjoying them while I'm shopping. Shopping. And he was like, nah, nah, fam, that's not going to fly. So he, he took her to like the little service center and like canceled her completely, (gasps) took all her shit and been like, you can't like do this. This is not, we don't accept that. Like, we don't accept your kind here who eat grapes in the store and like Daddy, yeah and like even wait her, her 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 if you're gonna buy the bag what does it matter listen and then the, the lady who was also there um another worker she was just like yeah everybody hates him this is you're like the fifth person he's done this <laughs> week, like, since he became oh my the God. or whatever the fuck what like yeah it'd be different if he saw your mom put the empty bag like on the shelf yeah. right but but like she she is no longer allowed at Costco. She has been banned. Oh God. She... I get it. Like if you're at a place where they weigh them at the checkout, because then you have eaten stuff that you're not paying for, right? They ain't weighing them at Costco. They're, they're not weighing them at Costco. They don't even have a scale up there. Yep. Mm. That's yep. great. So yeah. So I was like, look what I got, mom. <laughs> and you can't even roll with me up there. Yeah, no. So I said, you're too much of a liability. You're a risk right now. They got your picture up. I know. I was like, maybe if you like mask, like, and then put a beanie on. So it's just your eyes. I'll let you come in with me. Um, you should are wear those glasses that have the big nose on it. The big Yeah, big exactly. Nose. Look, ma, you got to wear these inside. <laughs> so she got banned. Oh, my God. Will they let you still have samples in Costco? during COVID? Oh, it won't. Oh, okay. Don't do it. Because Ezra's like, I wish we had a Costco card so we could get samples. And I'm like, it's no. COVID, honey. We don't, they don't have that. I think they had samples, but like, you can't touch it. Like you could just see them. I think oh. <laughs> I went. I get it. Okay. And it's like food. Right, I think it's right. just other shit. Mm. I don't want to see them. I want to eat them. I want to eat them. Okay. That's why, you, that's why I went to Costco as a child. To get lunch. So yeah, so that I can, yeah. But anyways, there's a Costco right down the street and now I'm a member. It's great. The Costco Korean barbecue thing is good. I've not experienced yet. I've been to that to Costco once since I got my card. So send me the link. Get ready to spend a lot of money and have a lot of stuff in your pantry. It will be good. It'll be good. Yeah, it's great. Wait, so you said you wanted to be a chef. Do you actually, do you like cook and enjoy cooking? No, I don't. I'm not a very <laughs> good cook at all. And is, is that why it's like a dream job? Because you yes. want to be good? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, you could just do that, right? You can just learn and become, be a good cook. I could, I could. But I'm, I'm lazy. It's a lot of work. I'm lazy about all that. It's a lot of work. And it's some, it's easier just to make have somebody else make that food for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. But dude, like I follow some chefs on Instagram and it's just like, oh I know. Like, and they make it like we're gonna cook this up in like 75 seconds, and you're just like, bit what? Yeah. What? Like I got a friend that's a chef, and man, 
he's in his kitchen making videos like he like sells them or he'll do like like uh zoom classes mm-hmm. and like he's also a photographer and a videographer but just like the way he shoots it i'm like oh dude this is awesome like and like you know his food looks amazing yeah. so guess yeah. who's starting a youtube channel you guys ezra no anthony what? <laughs> listen i have met that man what does he have to say about anything is what i'm really curious he- about is gonna make videos of him building models and building Legos. Models of what? What like like, specific- like models like model cars and shit. Oh, okay, okay. And and he watches a bunch of people who does it, and he's like, "I'm gonna do that too." And I was like, "Good for you. Let's make some money." Do you know I? He was in the hospital for a week, um, two weeks ago. For why? His leg. Do you remember like a few years ago when he had to go to the hospital because his leg got like infected? And we had to get rid of all of our guinea pigs because we thought it was the hay. Yes, that was okay. the same time yes. for you. So um, he has uh, lymphedema, which means like the lymph fluid of his body collects in his legs, right? And then since he's lost weight, like it's, some people will lose weight and it'll be better, but like his is still not great, right? And he uh-huh. also has all these like vein issues in his leg from being really fat. So um because he has like all this extra room, right? Like inside his leg units, uh-huh. um, it's really easy for like it to get infected, right? So basically he was septic, but he had really bad cellulitis in his leg and he was in the hospital for a week. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So how much weight has he lost? A few hundred pounds, I think. Jesus. So then, so I understand and I I am aware that it, like you have this, um, a lot of extra skin Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's, and for me, for whatever reason, it's always around the belly. I never thought Mm -hmm. of it like being like to your legs or anything. Oh yeah. No, like if you- Never like occurred to me. Yeah. If you look at like some before and after pictures, like if I showed you a picture of my leg, like you can see where like the thigh would like kind of spill over onto my knee instead of it being smooth. Ah, so like is he even like now? Would it is that an option for him to get like um, not a tummy tuck, but like an ankle tuck or something? I don't know if they can do that. Like to be honest, because there's right because it's like there's so much muscle there and there's so much like there's not a lot of fat there, right? Like in a regular person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he already has all those vein problems, so I don't know. Can you like, like, is, is the skin, like, can you just like lift it up and then like staple it like that or something? And then cut that part, like most of the belly off? Like a, like a, like an RNA, like a, like a ligature. I don't know. But I, um, I don't know. I think there's a, it's a little bit more complicated because of the, the veins. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Okay. 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 And you've seen my, my, my bat wings. That's all. Yeah. Arm flat. That's extra. You guys, how long has it been? We've been talking forever. Sorry, Rick. Do you need to go to sleep? Two and a half hours. Do you work tomorrow? No, no. Okay. I work Monday through Friday. Oh, wow. Hits. So when are you going back to work, Jackie? Work? I don't know her. <laughs> Who is that? Right? Um, yeah, I don't, I have no idea. Okay, good. It has to be soon because I'm poor, like mm-hmm. literally doing this house has mm-hmm. made me completely poor 
But the thing that has saved me is I'm on unemployment. Nice. So I'm getting paid. Yeah. Are you done with your house? As of right now, the inside, yes. There's still the, 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 the issue of the backyard. So are you planning on like knocking out the house and then? No, the house, the house has been knocked out from the inside. Mm-hmm. So we had this nasty ass carpet all over the, this house. Literally the room that I'm in now, the old lady had two cats that just pissed everywhere, did mm. not train them. So literally we had to even take out the, um, what is it called? The base, not the baseboard. The underlayer the, thing. The underlayer, like wood, mm. the platform of the fucking house. Mm-hmm because that was even like seeped in by piss and like a rot. Like you would walk into this room and it would just like a jujitsu your ass to the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like it was horrible. And you could just like, I have a video I can show you. And the, the walls were like this disgusting brown tan, like completely everywhere. Um, and then we had to, we, so we took out the carpet we replaced all the floor and now it's a vinyl flooring. Um, it's a it's a wood, like a wood thing now, pattern. Um, uh, I We painted all the walls um, with the San Francisco fog is the gray. This mm-hmm. is the, the starry night, uh, <laughs> blue accent wall and the ceilings are white. Um, we replaced all of the trim around the doors. We put new baseboard around all the flooring of the house. Uh, the bathrooms have new tiles now. We had to take all that shit out too. And that's painted. Okay, look, tell me a bitch who has a bolder bathroom than me. The bitch is orange, okay? Ooh. You're not ready. I don't think I Welcome am. To my tropical paradise. <gasps> oh my God, I love it. So we went like, so this is hyper hibiscus. And then we have like this Caribbean um, blue and this navy blue to complement. I love it. I love it. It looks like, um, like, like. It's like Jamba Juice. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of it, but yeah, it's like a frozen yogurt shop. And I love so it. We did all of that. Um, the kitchen, we replaced all the hardware on all the cabinetries. Um, we replaced all of the, what are like the, the, the things that go on the floor where the AC comes out of and the, the vents, the mm-hmm. vents, we replaced every single vent in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, we replaced all the doorknobs cause they were just all just, everything was just trashed. Mm. The kitchen took me like 20 hours wow. to clean cause it was disgusting. I don't even. And the bathrooms too. Like it, I, it was just gross. The house was gross. It was not did taking care of you. Did I ever throw up? Did I ever throw up? No, I'm not a big gagger or like vomiter. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, yeah, it was just gross. I wore one of those like gas mask things. You wore a respirator thing? Oh yeah, <laughs> you posted a picture of it. Yeah. Because right. I was just like, uh-uh, I don't know what's in here, but it's like, you know, like the, there was like mold buildup in the bathroom Ooh. because nobody ever cleaned it. Like the bitch think- was a mess. Like she was a mess. Do and- you think that like a person who hasn't picked out maggots from rabbits as a career choice would have thrown up? Yes. Okay. 100%. Just, even, just the smell. 
of the cat piss Ooh. of like the years and years of cat piss on the carpet. See, if she would have had a wool carpet, no problem. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, exactly. everything we had to replace so many things uh, and even the doors because mm-hmm. the doors were all fucked too. Um, but yeah, and then, so we, that's basically, we, we did all of that along with uh, a whole bunch of other things. Like I, I didn't have any like real furniture so I had to get like a new fridge and um, like actual couches and, mm. you know, things like that to, to complement the house. So it didn't right, look right, like right. an empty space. Right. So we did all that and, and now I'm poor and we replaced all, every single light fixture in the house we replaced. I got like chandeliers and shit nice. or living areas and things like that. They're all on dimmers now. You Ooh, know what I'm saying? Fancy. She's fancy. Bougie. I know. Who is she? I don't know her. Um, that song, Bad and Bougie, was it Fergie or something? Bad and Bougie. Yes, that's me now. Hashtag Bad and Bougie. Um, so yeah, so like, it, there was a lot of work to be done in this house. Um, and we got it all done. And I mean, we're still working on her, but for the most part, like she's, she's ready. Like yeah. for her soft opening, I call it. Right? Know? Is it supposed to live in a nice place? Not that your house before wasn't nice, because it was, right? It was, who like, are you? Don't lie to me. No. How long have you known each other? You're going to tell me that place was nice. Oh, I guess for what it was. For what it was, it was very nice. It was right? okay. Right? But like, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I live in a hotel. I mean, my house is a mess right now. But like, when I look at the outside, I'm like, oh, shit, I live there. Right. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, it's still not anything like it's, it's big. She has, I mean, bigger than what I'm used to. There's mm-hmm. two full bathrooms. Uh, I have four rooms. I have a living room and then I have a, like a dining area. I have a full kitchen and I have uh, uh, an area where there, where the fireplace, I bitch, I got a fireplace. Damn. Where the fireplaces, it's like a little room mm-hmm. area as well. Um, so, I mean, she, she, it's like a house, mm-hmm. but it's, it's still a manufactured home. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. It's, it's a manufactured home is what they're called. Technically. It's not a trailer. Mm-hmm. I learned okay. this, that from 1972, I think you're not going to quote me because you know, I'm probably wrong. Um, anything older than that is a considered like a trailer, like a mobile home. Right. And right. after that is manufactured. Right. I mean, you could have just bought a tiny house and it would still be a manufactured home. It is what it is. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, the, she's really spacious and I'm really happy and the animals seem to like it. And we have like a little yard that just still needs to be kind of worked on. We haven't mm-hmm. really done anything with it because also it's been raining here. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean... Is it snowing up there? I'm poor. What's up? It was. Um, we had we had the most snow in one day in like recent history. The other the last week, um, we got 14 inches, but currently it is uh, raining, so we're gonna have ice. Yeah, and here in the Bay Area, snow. We we don't know her. <laughs> she doesn't live here. She oh, doesn't no, go don't? here. No, never. In the Bay Area, uh-uh. like you can see the good thing about here in California where I'm at is I can drive half an hour, 45 minutes. I could be at the beach. I can drive two hours. I can be at the snow. 
You know what I'm saying? I could drive an hour out and I'm in the forest. Mm. Like everything is around me. But no, yeah. she doesn't know here. I could see the snow on the mountains, but not mm -hmm. here in like the valley, I guess they call it. Yeah. I'm telling you, the I first time I saw snow, I was mad at it. <laughs> I love it. I still love it. Why? Because I didn't know what it was. I was, um, my dad was driving me to Reno. It was just me and my dad because I know you've heard stories of my ex. Um, it was my cousin's wedding and long story short, she like invited his girl that he impregnated while cheating on me with oh, instead of me. Remember? So my dad, instead of, um, cause he was invited to the wedding too, but not me, but he was, and he's like, you know what? I don't want to go. Like, let's go somewhere for the weekend. So he took me to Reno and on our way over there, I started seeing white patches in the forest. And I thought it was like some sort of chemical or like somebody was like throwing shit out there. And I got, I was like, dad, who, why are people throwing this like white foam everywhere in the forest? Like I was upset because I was like, why are they doing this in this beautiful forest? And my dad's like, what? And I was like, look, what you like you're starting to get more and more of it as like we're going down the road, right? <laughs> and then he's like, mensa, eso es nieve. And I was like, oh, what? And then so <laughs> later, like maybe like half an hour later, like it was covered and I was just like, ah. And I was 25 at the time. Oh so it wasn't like I was like 12 years old and I was like, what is this white? I was like 25, legit getting angry because I thought somebody was throwing like chemicals into the forest. You said Mensa? That's fine. Yeah. Mensa. Like, what is that? Basically mean? dumbass. Like, um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, like, that's fucking snow. Funny. And I was like, oh. And then I made him pull over at a gas station so that I can like touch it. Mm. And he's just like, uh, okay, you've never okay. seen. I was like, no, I never had some snow till that point. That's, so that's my that's snow fun. story. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, I have a question. It's a it's a Spanish question. Uh huh. Okay, so now in order to be like gender neutral, right, or to like not gender your uh, your plurals, right? Like it, instead of saying like, okay, so I'm reading this book, right, and they say brujex instead of brujos, right? Or like Latin X versus Latinos, right? Because that include that discludes or that doesn't include like females, right? Do you know about this? Nope. Rick, do you I know about this? This nah. Okay, well then never mind. I've, I know the basics of mm -hmm. it, but okay. I don't know the like the culture of it, I guess. Okay. Well, okay. So like so they're trying to take, you know how like um Latina, Latino, they right. say like Latin X. Right. So, so you don't specify the, the gender. The o, right. Yeah, it's just X at the end. Okay. So this book that I'm reading, right, they say Latin X a lot and it's about witches and, and shit. So they say brujex instead of brujos and brujas, right? But mm. when they say, um, instead of saying Dia de los Muertos, they just say Dia de Muertos. Is that a thing or do? Americans just get it wrong by calling it Dia de los Muertos. I mean, it essentially means the same thing. Right, but it's but it's not specifying the, right? Do you know yeah, what I mean, right? It's either saying day of the dead or day oh, of, of dead. dead, right? Well, cause like when it's- But it makes sense in Spanish. It doesn't really make that much sense translated to English. Right, because like when you do Dia de Deftones, right? It's not Dia de los Deftones, right? It's 
But it can be. Okay. No, All they right. do put low Deftones. In they do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Deftones are weird about that. They're always like, don't call us the Deftones, but whenever they write their name in Spanish, it's always it's Los, Los Deftones. Deftones. Oh, interesting. Hmm. You got to choose Deftones. You got right? to choose. Look at Jackie. She's like, I'm done. <laughs> Not that deep to me. Mm. You're whatever you want to call you at the moment, okay? Okay, all right. I like <laughs> I like language. I'm sorry. I like language too. Did you know that when I was uh, a younger Jacqueline, I either wanted to grow up to be an English teacher because mm -hmm. I know it don't sound like it when I speak, but I was an English honor student, as I have right. said many right. times. I can write beautifully, mm -hmm. um, and uh, an either was either an English teacher or an FBI agent. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. You you could be out there saving all the children for Q. Right. <laughs> You're right. Look at how he brought it back. He like told totally and, and with that. <laughs> you did a good callback, sir. Good callback. Yes. Um oh. you guys, I have to go make dinner for my family. Yeah, it's been, right. we've been talking forever. Thank you so much, Rick, for joining us yet again. I think it's going to be a double episode. That's fine because we yeah. owe him one. <laughs> right, absolutely. But yeah, I don't but, think that, I think we'll, we'll make this a two part. That's fine. Cause yeah, it's three hours basically. Yep. Fuck, are you serious? It is. It's 7.50, it's 5.50 where you're at? Yeah. 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 Jesus Christ. Love it. Well, good conversations are always fun. That's true. Well, we appreciate you for being on this. And you I know. Thank you. you. Want if you ever want to again. Thank you for asking me again. I appreciate it. It's our pleasure. If you want to take, have somebody take pictures of you who isn't really into it, you can call Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm into it when I'm working. I'm very professional. I just go. don't just don't seek out the jobs. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just don't. The jobs and, and, seek him, okay? And then when you see a Bud Light truck, just think of Rick working hard. Yeah. Yep, that's what I do. The beers. Love it. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank, thank you for joining you. and all the stuff. JSR, you can give them the info if you want. Right. So um, let's see. Um, Jackie's Instagram. She has three of them, but she's. Uh, oh, just tell them your Instagrams. What the fuck? Um, Jackula Four Away is my main one. I have two others that I've been neglecting, like redheaded stepchildren. Yeah, I'll, give up on it. I'll post a band shirt. No, I posted a band shirt yesterday. You actually, did, I got my fat ass and I posted a band shirt. I'll post another one today. Uh, so, band memorabilia stuff is bury me in a band shirt. And then um, my food page is comete algo, yaki, but it's a whole thing. So, just we'll just put thing. it on the just, thing. Just, Go follow the link and then of course we're at our frank podcast and then i'm oh my corazon on instagram and then um wool and 100 day dress challenge <laughs> and, and uh, is, is it's underscore underscore jefito right is that right underscore it, and then jefito no it's jefito then underscore, underscore. yes jefito then underscore yeah yeah just yeah, either yeah. of those <laughs> you'll get you to him. look up hefito it'll come up it'll be it's on the, on the link too, we'll on make the a thing that. yeah that was really 
discombobulated. But anyway, if you listen, then you already know. So enjoy. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. And if for some reason you are a middle-aged lady, well, hold on, hold on. If you're a middle-aged lady who follows my Instagram because now we're wearing the same dress and you've listened to this, welcome. <laughs> we're sorry. We're so sorry. This is what you expected. <laughs> That's funny. All right. We'll see you next time. Thank you again, Rick. Mm -hmm. Y'all have Thank a good day. All right.